You're about to listen to a Gaming Stooges podcast with your regularly scheduled Stooges. I'm Jack. The internet calls me Cloud. And I'm Landon. We hope you enjoyed today's discussion, and if you do, please consider subscribing to our YouTube channel, following us on Twitch, or joining our Discord. Let's get on with the show. Pokemon. Pokemon? Pokemon. Welcome to today's podcast episode where we're going to talk about Pokemon. Pokemon. Basically where we started, what we like, what we don't like, side games, main games, just kind of touch on little bits and pieces. We're going to be mostly just kind of casually talking about it today, but I do want to open up and give everybody some perspective uh, as to our backgrounds with the series. So... What were your first Pokemon games? Pokemon. Pokemon. Pokemon? Pokemon. <laughs> uh, but, Jack, do you want to go first? I guess, because I always go first. Hey, it's, first boy. I, I, it's, you, you, you started, like, going towards your wet, your, kit, it, your microphone. So I, like, because right, I was I, expecting I, you to, or I was expecting you to ask me to go first, and I was right. <laughs> you should have just went first, then. All right. <laughs> It's it's just always how we do it. Um, well, I don't know. I played bits and pieces of like the first two generations on friends Game Boys before I owned my own Pokemon game, and I didn't really have too much of an interest in it at first because I I don't know. It was I. I already had a Game Boy Advance by that point, but there was no Pokemon game on the Game Boy Advance. And I was, you know, I was six or seven, and I was like, that game looks poopy. It's all black and white and pixelated. No, excuse me, while I return to whatever the Frogger game on the GBA was called, <laughs> I forget. Um, but man of culture. The first game I owned was Pokemon Ruby, uh, which I got... For my birthday, I think, in 2003. Um, and it all just kind of went from there, honestly. I got hooked pretty quickly. And I mean, although I will say the first time I played it, I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I got stuck trying to set the clock. You got stuck trying to set the clock. Listen, it was like no, no, no. I'm just, I, I, I just find it funny because you got stuck at the very beginning of the game. Yeah, but for a totally different reason than what I did. But I'll, I'll get to it. Yeah, um, and that was pretty much that. <laughs> uh, but once I learned how to like actually play the game and you know use, just talk to people and like interact with shit, then. Yeah, I how to play how to play an RPG. Yeah, I pretty much spent the entire summer playing that game. Like to a point where my mom instated a rule where I could not play or no, I could play my uh GBA on school days, but I was limited to like a half hour per day because she didn't want me to like get addicted. And wow. yeah, but how's that going because for you now? Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I, p 
played... I played that, like, every fucking day in the summer that year, so... Un- kind of understandable, but... Yeah, that's basically where I started. Uh, mine... So, I keep going back and forth because I can't remember whether I was seven or eight, but it was on my birthday, and I, I think it was my seventh birthday. But it was on my birthday that I got... Uh, a gift from my dad and it was because I had already been watching the anime that had come out at the time and I was really really excited and I wanted to like play the games but I didn't have the games I didn't have anything to play them on Um, in fact I think I was like just recently given a Super Nintendo so I only had like a couple games on that so that's literally all I had to play at the time and I just remember that my uh, I used to watch Pokemon in my sister's room we kind of hang out and watch like the stuff like the Tex Avery show and then Pokemon after that and stuff like that. And so for my birthday, I got a Game Boy Color, the Aqua one, a copy of Pokemon Red, and then the um, the official Nintendo strategy guide for uh, Pokemon Red and Blue, which was pretty cool because they had like um, like these stickers that you could like take out on this one sheet. So if you were filling your Pokedex out, you could just, like, put the stickers in on all the pages. So I played that a lot. I had I had mentioned it on a previous episode, but I played my Game Boy so much that my mom got us rechargeable batteries. And the batteries were, like, this thick as a brick, like, protrusion that stuck out of the Game Boy Color's backside. It was... The way it God was fun, intended. It was yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was fun times, though. You guys had worm lights, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like every child that grew up in the late 90s, early 2000s had a worm light for their Game Boy and or Game Boy Advance at some point. It was just so like... About... Oh, sorry, God. Oh, no, no, go ahead and finish. The worm uh, light thing. That's pretty much all I had to say. I mean, it was pretty much mandatory for, like, how the screen was on... Oh, yeah. Not These only... weren't no Game Gears. Didn't see <laughs> true. On them. Very true. That's pretty much uh, all speak- I have to say. Speaking of people who enjoy the Game Gear, Landon, he's holding up the Pokemon Game Boy Color. Is that your original Game Boy Color? Isn't yeah. that a Game Boy Pocket? No, this is a Game oh, Boy Oh, no, that's color. a color. Okay. It's that's... the one that came with Pokemon Yellow, Segway. That's insane. That, was, that is super cool. That was the one that I had. I got this with Pokemon Yellow. Um, and I think it was my 64 with... It was either Pokemon Snap or Pokemon Stadium first, but I got both of them pretty pretty close to each other. So those were like my first three Pokemon games were Yellow, uh, Snap, and Stadium. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention Jack. So, my first experience with Pokemon Red, I remember, I didn't even get to play much of it that day because I got stuck. I did not know that the carpet was an exit. Oh, so I you was were just stuck. walking around was, in the room. I was stuck. I was no, no, no. I, I, I managed to get downstairs because I figured stairs went up and down, but yeah. I didn't know that the carpet was the exit. So I was stuck in my house and I would just talk to my mom and she would just keep telling me about some shit that I couldn't even go after because I had no idea how to leave my house. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I didn't even know how to talk to people <laughs> because like I figured you had to be like 
facing them, and then it would just automatically initiate a conversation oh. in, instead of just like you know walking up to them and pressing the A button. And and Did by facing by facing like them, landing? I mean by facing them, I mean like direct like eye contact between the yeah. characters. Um, I remember struggling the first time I played it, but then I also like one morning booted up my save file and someone had played my game for a really? yellow. Yeah. So, so, I, so someone in your family yeah, just, just, just like pick up your game and just start playing it. Yeah. Awesome. I got stuck at the guy laying on the root in Viridian City. Honestly, yeah. I think a lot of that probably tripped a lot of kids up at the time. Yeah. Because who the hell is supposed to know to go to do all of this to move this guy? Yeah. Um, Fuck that guy. True. What was your first starter? Um, oh, that's a good question. I did not add on my on my notes. I should have. Uh, mine was actually Bulbasaur. I, I picked good. Bulbasaur first. I remember when I was looking at the guide because I liked reading the colorful, you know, pretty picture guide. Uh, it had suggested Bulbasaur if you wanted the easiest time overall. So I was like, well, I'm a kid. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So I'm going to pick the one that says easiest. Maybe because I the... at least I knew what the word easy meant. Yeah. I mean, that's true for the first two gyms. Yeah. I mean, Bulbasaur still has a good matchup against the first three gyms. The the fourth gym is obviously neutral. Um, honestly, probably better than neutral because there's going to be a lot of Pokemon whose bad AI is going to make them use poison powder. Uh, and and then, uh, but I mean, as kids, we didn't know this. Uh, but I mean, Bulbasaur is still good against the eighth gym. It only really struggles against the seventh and sixth. Has a little, yeah. It's basically yeah. it. I guess that's true. And then you get to Lorelei. Except <laughs> just, yeah. uh, Blaine's AI is trash garbage, so you could like, right. steamroll it with a Bulbasaur. Yeah, because he doesn't have good AI, so he just like picks random moves. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming. Yeah, Bulbasaur's fine. I'm assuming yours was Pikachu, Landon, since you played Yellow. Uh, yup. Didn't have a choice there. Yeah. It's that's... funny. <laughs> Landon's starter was Pikachu, and he hates that piece of shit. Meanwhile, my starter was Bulbasaur, which was his favorite. Uh, mine was Torchic. That's a good start. That was my yeah. first starter in Ruby. I uh, I think I picked Torchic based on uh, just a recommendation from a friend. Just, you know, basically saying, like, he gets so strong when he evolves, you know, like, once it gets higher level. And I'm like, okay, sure. I, um... I picked Torchic for a similar reason, but it's way dorkier. I had so I got the Prima guide for Ruby because I had saved money on getting Pokemon Ruby itself, so I had the money for the guide. So I got them both. So I got both the the guide in the game, and they had these graphs for the stats, like the uh, the six directional like thing hexagon that like has like different segments. Like uh, Landon, you know like the skill thing that they show for uh xenoverse 2 how like it's a hexagon and you'll see the stats go in like different directions like that yep so the pokemon stats were laid out like that in this guide and um i just remember that blaziken was the only one who had a stat that like went all the way to the end of their like rudimentary uh 
graphs. So I was like, oh, that Pokemon's strong because it's got a bigger graph. I have to pick it. That's the only reason why I picked Orchic. Because it had a bigger graph in the guide. Bigger graphs. Bigger graphs. Yep. Alright, so... Got our first starters, our first games out of the way. But what are your favorite of the mainline games? Pick up to five. Doesn't have to be five. Five individual games or five generations? Uh, five individual games or pairs of games. So, like, Ruby Sapphire okay. would count as one entry. Okay. Uh, but... I would say that like if it's like a if it's like a third version it should probably count separately. Al said he went with uh, Torchic and Sapphire because the anime shield did a lot. They did, yeah. Like Torchic was the favorite of for the anime for a bit. But I mean, uh my answer if if you need a little bit of time to think about it uh is definitely Hargold Soul Silver, my favorite one. Uh Black 2 White 2 uh, then probably, so the the next bit, like, ones are, like, all kind of really close together, but I guess I would say Fire Red Leaf Green, Emerald, Platinum. <laughs> like, it's it's one from each of the fi- the first five generations, what can I say? Well, first five generations is regions. The first five regions, basically. Right. Uh, yeah, those are my top five. I'll keep going, I'll go next since Landon's eating um <laughs> uh emerald is my favorite um I guess I'll say black two white two black one white one uh platinum and heart gold soul silver yeah actually okay. well um no, I'll say I'll say Heart Gold Soul Silver. I was between that or Fire Red and Leaf Green, but one of those two. Alright. Like those answers. Does Coliseum and XD count as core or spin-offs? Those so, according to the Bulbapedia, uh, those are spin-offs. Yeah, according to how they how the official answers they're they're spin-offs. But I mean considering Considering how they have everything connected nowadays, they should count as mainline, but they don't, so they're not. Okay, so then that uh, makes it easy. Uh, Actually, it um, they're not technically much. spinoffs. They are s- because there's a separate page for side games. Side, yeah, they're, those and the um, the stadium games. They consider those side games because you can interact with the main series of that generation. Yeah, and so. they still. Function like normal Pokemon games for the most part. Do I add those here, or do I add those to the second question? The next to the side. Question? To the add, side. add them to the next question. All right. Hey. Uh. So the answer to that question you asked me 17 million years ago, um, is uh, Pokemon Silver, Pokemon Soul Silver, Pokemon Black Two. I'm not counting any other games. I'm. These are the only ones I'm saying. So, fuck your golds, fuck your whites, especially fuck your whites. Um, <laughs> uh, where am I? Uh, black 2. Um, you have two more. Okay, uh, let's throw some some fun ones out there. I guess black is pretty good, uh, and then brilliant di- uh, diamond. That one's a good one. Ooh, that's, that's spicy. Sure, really? I don't know. 
he enjoyed nuzlocking it. Can't tell him that he can't like what he likes. Yeah, Jack, tell me I don't like what I like. I'm not telling you. Do it. You, uh, okay. Do it. Okay, you um, don't like what you like. Fuck okay, you. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, then Pokemon <laughs> Sun. Okay. I like I liked Pokemon Sun and Ultra Sun. Oh, never mind. Ultra Sun. Ultra Sun's really <laughs> close to being Pokemon Leaf. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pokemon Moon and oh. Pokemon Ultra Moon. <laughs> so they're not. They're not. It's not the same game. Yeah. All right. But yeah, no. I Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are like pretty close up for me. But uh, as for side games, which I'm, I honestly, I meant side and spinoff. So like anything that's not the main series, uh, five up to five favorites here. What are your favorites? I actually We're, think I might need a second to think about this one. Okay, um, I'll go. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell Landon X and Y are his favorites. I'm going to get actually stabbed. Um. Wait, what are we on? Are we on spinoffs? Yeah. Did you say? Spin-o- okay, spin-offs okay. and side games. Okay, like, I don't know why you... So... Oh, I didn't even... I didn't see Al's comment. I was confused. I wasn't looking. Um. Okay. Mystery Dungeon, Explorers of Darkness. Uh, Pokemon Pinball, Ruby and Sapphire. Pokemon Coliseum. Uh, uh, Pokemon Snap, and, uh, fuck it, Pokemon Ranger. Wow. <laughs> I what like about it. Pokemon Puzzle League? Oh, yeah. true, fuck Ranger, putting on, putting on Pokemon <laughs> Puzzle League. I'm gonna win! I'm, I'm gonna, gonna win! win. Considering Goodness. how much we've started to, uh, to, uh, meme uh, that, personally. Yeah. It is ready? a fun. It is a fun game. Uh, yeah, um, I think I would say my top five when it comes to side games and spinoffs would probably be uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Time and Darkness. I haven't played Sky, so I can't say Sky, but I've heard it's better. Uh, Pokemon Rescue Team DX. I like uh, Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. I like the remake that they did on the Switch. It's really really good. Um, Pokemon. S- yeah, Pokemon Stadium 2. I really like Pokemon Stadium 2. Uh, Pokemon... New Pokemon Snap, obviously. I don't know why I, almost, that I completely forgot about that. And I guess probably... Po- oh, the Pokemon trading card game, Game Boy game. Yeah, those are my top five. I love those ones. Did I say Pokemon Snap in my top five? Yes. Swap that for Stadium 2. I like Stadium 2 better. I loved Pokemon Stadium too. I do love. I do also like Pokemon Snap, but Stadium Two. Good fucking game. Okay, now shut. Yeah, up. those are to my. Shut okay. up and listen. Okay. Did you hear that? No. Yes. Okay. Good. Th- I you heard have it. the hearing of a dog. <laughs> um. What, what was what it? Does uh, that po- mean? I don't know. <laughs> I I screamed a high pitched scream. Like no, I mean, like, what does that mean for me? Oh, orc. <laughs> it means you a dog, dog. Uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Explorers of Time, Darkness, Sky, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, uh, Red Rescue Team, Blue Rescue Team. Uh, I like how for I like how for the spinoffs you are putting the pairs and stuff together, but not the main series. 
It's different, okay? Sub, sub, subverting things. Uh, Pokemon, uh, uh, Super Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Um, and then, you know what? Because I wasn't allowed to put it in the core, uh, the core section. Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness. Um. That's a good pick, too. And then a, 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 a fifth game. Uh, what? Pokemon Dash? Is that the good one? <laughs> oh, I, I, I was going to say I like Al's comment. I say Pokemon Dash five times. Good. Just five times. There. Um, do I have a... I like the original Pokemon Pinball. I played a lot of that as a kid. Um, I'm trying to think of if I have an actual... I mean, like, Coliseum, but, like, I don't know. I, I'm just good with a four. I don't need a fifth game. Alright, um, and then the last question, which is kind of like two questions in one, and just a kind of creative twist to like put those answers together. So, if you were the champion of a region, which region would it be? And basically this is probably going to end up being whatever your favorite region's like, league is. And what would your team of six Pokemon as champion be? Which would basically be like your dream team of six Pokemon. With a few stipulations, a limit of two starters a limit of one pseudo-legendary, and a limit of one legendary. You don't have to have any of these, um, but that's, like, the limit. The reason I said two starters is because there are many games where you can have two or more starters at, in one file, so I just wanted to have that to be realistic. Now, okay, I have a question for this question. Yes? So, my answer is Hoenn, because duh. Like... My question is, do I have to stick to the Hoenn regional decks? No. Okay. I so then when I'm it comes going... to your your when it comes to your team of six Pokemon, it does not have to be what's available in that game. Ah. Just what is your team of six Pokemon? So like let's say you are the champion of a region and you came back from various adventures in other regions, so you have access to everything, and then you settle down in your favorite region and just become champion there. What's your team of six Pokemon? See, I didn't do that because we didn't discuss this ahead of time. I picked <sighs> I picked a region and I picked a Pokedex in in that region and I went based off of that. So I'll go do you, because I actually do you have, have my list. Okay, I'll be right back because I an I have something special to answer this. What should what I do what to fill the cards? Time? Um, should I do team. a Patreon ad? Yeah, sure. Uh, fuck. Uh, pay me money. Thanks. Give us money, please. Give us money, please. Money. Money. If you hate this content, pay me money. <laughs> yeah. If you love this content, pay give me us more money, money so that you never have to see us again. Yeah. Uh, or we'll give you a free video a month. You know that if you, too. If you give us six dollars, if not, we we think you're cool and we'll let you vote on stuff. Oh, cool! You guys cool. did the pay, the ad the ad read. Yeah, wow, that was yeah. out. Because I figured you wanted to actually hear my my. Yeah, list. no, I am interested. So, all right. So I did not choose Jodo, which is what I'm sure you would have thought I would say, but that's because it. Like I said. Did you pick the Ore region? No. You can't catch Pokemon there. There's no... There's no. Well, you can catch Pokemon there. You have to... No. Uh, I actually went with uh, Unova. Um, okay. I figured you were going to go with Unova if yeah. you didn't go with Jono. Yeah, just because it's the easiest one to make like a pretty badass team, I feel like. Um, and it not be dumb. Um, I.e. most regions after uh, Unova. 
Um, not that I have anything against uh, the Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon games. Um, but I get skin cancer pretty easy out there, so like I'm like that. <laughs> that was that was a deciding factor. I was like, it's either going to be Unova or it's going to be uh, whatever. Uh, I don't even remember the the region name. What is it? I mean, did you uh... for Sun and Moon? Oh, Alola. Alola. See, I didn't even remember that. Um, um, I went. I was going to give ask, me sun you, cancer, so no. Do you have a quick answer with that? new information I gave you or are you going to stick with Oh, that would take me answer? that would take me a while. So I'm just going to read this one off that I made and it kind of okay. works anyway. This is not the order in which the Pokémon would come out. This is just the order which I wrote them down. Uh yeah, Golurk, Starmie, Shuckle, Drapion, Electross and Dunsparce. Okay. It's a varied enough team. Uh you've got some special attackers, you've got some physical attackers, i.e. Drapion. Um I didn't go with anything stupid overpower because I, I, I don't care for that. Um, yeah. And Not me. Uh, yeah, there was like a couple Pokemon I was thinking about, but I decided on these ones. Uh, I started with Golark, Golark because he's probably one of my favorite Unova Pokemon. Uh, same with Electros; those two were like up there for me. Um, and then I just oh yeah, a team without Electros would have been weird. Yeah, um, so I like build it around those, and Starmie is always pretty solid. You, you can't go wrong with Starmie. Um, Drapion, same same boat, uh, and then Shuckle and Dunsparce because you know it wouldn't be a Landon team without those two. Now, would you evolve this Dunsparce, or would you purposely keep it as a Dunsparce? See, I was going based off of the fact that. I was stuck with that region's decks right. uh, during that time frame of, and I chose Black 2, White 2 for the decks, uh, obviously, because I have the expanded expanded region decks. Um, I would probably, uh, like, do a, I'd probably pick Johto and do a completely different team, but, right. you know, just because the idea of, well, Johto Kanto is really the same. Uh, right. Same one. It's the Indigo League. It's the Indigo League. It's so it's a little bit cooler to be the champion of that. I feel like because you're you're the bo big boss of two regions as opposed to just one. Right. But uh, I yeah I would probably have a Dundon Sparse on that team for sure. Okay. So I'll go build that team right now. I was gonna say uh, we can come back to your answer once we go around. Uh, Jack, what you got your answer? Uh, you you can go first. So, I have in my hands a photo printed copy. It's kind of it's a it's just kind of a quick photo copy, but uh digitally my girlfriend had this commissioned where she got somebody to like make pixel art of me as a Pokémon trainer and gave me like a digital Pokémon card. And then she printed it out. So, I have here we got my trainer card with Sinnoh badges. So, I would be the Sinnoh champion. I love Sinnoh. I know some people think there's too many HMs. I don't care. I love Sinnoh. It's really fun to explore. And I got my all-star dream team of Sylveon, Gyarados, Volcarona, which is my favorite Pokemon of all time, Roserade, Rhyperior, and King Gambit, who's become one of my favorite Pokemon of all time recently as well. Nice even split of cool Pokemon and cute Pokemon. Nice even split of physical attackers, special attackers. I love it. It's just... Super cool team, super cool little trainer card with the badges, but yeah, Sinnoh would probably be my 
region. Um. All right. Uh, my region, as I said, is Hoenn. Um, my team. I'm gonna be real. I <laughs> came up yeah. with this team like very 30 quick. seconds ago. Not 30 seconds ago. Like five minutes ago. <laughs> um, 30 seconds ago times 12. Yeah, exactly. Um, but because honestly, I had uh was thinking mostly in the like Hoenn regional decks when I made my uh initial list so I revised ah. it um and I figure this one's pretty good I think um so what I got it and the, uh, like Landon this isn't the order that I uh would send them out it's just the order I chose them oh yeah not not for me either I just that's the yeah. order that they had it on the trainer card so I just okay um I chose Breloom, Vaporeon, Absol, Chandelure, Magnazone, and Flygon. I've used Magnazone. I I have <laughs> also used Magnazone. Um, yeah, I went with uh, I mean Absol and Vaporeon are gimmies. Um, I wanted to go with no starters and no legendaries or pseudos just because, yeah. eh, I mean, like, I've I don't have any it. of that on here either. Like, I could, could I have chosen Garchomp, which is just objectively a better version of Flygon? Yeah, but I like Flygon and Garchomp yeah, is like, like, like Flygon more. Gar Garchomp is broken and also, well, not broken, broken, but like Garchomp is really fucking good and is also synonymous with a champion that already exists. So, yeah, eh, forget that. Um, and I do love Flygon. I have a pretty even split of uh, physical attackers versus special attackers. Um, uh, I went with, Sh I mean, Chandelure is just one of my favorite fire types and it's also half ghost which is cool uh magnazone uh has kind of gone from a meme to one of my favorites and Dude, magnazone is such a good pokemon it really is and like it's really it's really fucking good it's and really good. uh breloom is up i mean not my single favorite grass type that would probably be septile but you know no starters, uh, but also has the, you know, fighting subtype, and it's also really good, and it's also just one of my favorites in general, and I'm like, yeah, this is a pretty respectable team. The only uh, type that I have, this team does have a three, or three of them are weak to fairy, which is not good, but... Oddly enough, this team that I've concocted... There's not a single type that hits more than two members of it super effectively. That's what you not a single type. That's what you generally want to aim for. Like, and well, the thing I like about it is it's six Pokemon I like. No single type just rocks my whole team, and there's also no type overlaps either, because a lot of like really good teams they'll have some type overlap with the Pokemon that they have. None of my Pokemon even share types. I don't know, like, some people, like, don't really care whether they overlap types. Some do. I don't know. Some of my favorite teams are just teams of Pokemon that there's no, there's no type overlap. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, occasionally you might have, like, 
two Pokemon that share one type. That's not that bad for me. No, that's uh, a good Landon, team. Landon, did you manage to come up with a secondary answer? I think so. Um, it's like I have like a team that when I was making a competitive team back in the day, like I had been working on, which was uh, like Venusaur, Typhlosion, Swamper. Um, and then I think I was working on a Shuffle. Um, what was it? Sigilyph and Electros. I think that was the team. Oh, um, bef- bef- before you give your answer, yeah. can I... So, based on... Remember back when we used to play Pokemon Black and White and you just spammed Bulldoze in triple battles? Of yes. course. So, because of that, I have a very vivid like idea of a team of six Pokemon that you would have, like, updated to today, obviously. Now, when you... I- I'll let you say it. I'm not going to try and guess them out first. But I will let you know how close I am based on what you tell me. Uh, Alright. Well, I went with uh, Venusaur, Typhlosion, Shuckle, Dundun Sparse, Electros, and then Umbreon. I was f- five Pokemon of, right. Of I was course. one off. The only Pokemon I got wrong was Umbreon. Ooh, yeah. And the, re- the Pokemon I thought you were going to go with was Lucario. Why would I go with Lucario? Gross. There was, like, a time when, like, you, like, had Lucario on a team, I remember, like, way, way back. Like, pretty much during that generation exclusively. So, for some reason, I just, I signed it to you in my head. Okay. Yeah. No, I... But, no, Umbreon probably fits better. I th- I think, yeah. It was, like, because I would use... We Swampert. all have an evolution on our team. Yeah, I would use a Swampert, but, like, if I'm only allowed to have two t- uh, starters, then I'd go with... It's gonna be Typhlosion and Venus. Okay? Yeah, those are, those are the two I, I like... I really like those two. Um, would you possibly try out like uh, Hisuian Typhlosion, or would you just stick with Jotonian? I, I that's what I was thinking about is like going with that version. Um, and, and I was trying to figure out what my sixth party member was because I could go with Golurk, um, and then if I went with Golurk, I wouldn't um, because of the um, the type overlap there. Um, like you were just talking about, I right, yeah. I would usually try to go with something that doesn't have a bunch of type overlap or any at all, um, which this team doesn't. It's a cool um, team. I like it. Unless does Dunsa is Dundun Sparse normal rock or is it just pure? Just normal? pure normal. It's just okay. normal. That's what doesn't I change type. I, it's just done. It's just done sparse, but more. I, I I still have yet to really play Scarlet Violet, so fair enough. <laughs> I don't. I just know of Dundun Sparse's existence. All you need to know is that Dundun Sparse has its own signature move. Yeah. And that's how you evolve it. And it's 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 badass. So I actually had thought of a... For my previous list of, like, the moveset for um, the Dundun Sparse that would be on that team. Um, it was Flail, Screech, um... God. Hold on. Oh, you had a moveset planned. Just for the one Pokemon. Just for the one. He loves it that much more. Had to have a little bit extra. I think that is pretty cool that none of us have legendaries, but all of us have an evolution. Very interesting. 
Okay, so um, it was... Yeah, uh, even pseudos. None of us have pseudos either. Screech, Coil, Endeavor, Flail. Interesting. Wait, was it Endeavor? Um, no, no, no. Uh, Screech, Coil, Ancient Powder, a Power, Flail. Those are the those are the four. Make it really annoying. That with, would be pretty annoying. With uh, the Screech and Coil, and then if you get it down low enough, just Flail. Yeah. That's that's pretty neat. Anyway, I don't know for some reason like Dunsparce for me like seems like a a dig protect this toxic user. See, just be the most annoying piece of garbage and just waste turns. See, there is that. I could go that route, but I was just thinking it would be super fun uh, to make uh, like just something that would really mess up, especially with Screech because of the whole playthrough that we had uh, for Pokemon Silver version. On our channel, like it was just a lot of fun, um, like using that Dunsparce uh, for that run, right? Yeah, and like using status effect like uh, stuff, and then having it as like the support Pokemon. Yeah, that's kind of that sort of like was the plan was you know use Screech a bunch to to lower the Pokemon's uh, defense, uh, but then I could use Coil to increase the attack to make Flail even stupider, and then I guess I could have taught it like Return instead. Um, because, you know, <laughs> why not? But All anyway. Right, um, so, I actually, this we managed to hit on a point that I think would be a decent uh, next thing to just kind of talk about. But So, we all obviously have some sort of methodology to when we're building teams in the mainline games. Uh, I want to talk about the side games in a bit, too, to be fair. But I did notice that we don't like to type overlap. So, uh, was there any, like, other conscious, like, decisions you'll usually make when building teams for in-game, like, things that you always try to, like, have a bullet point for? I try to generally have at least, like, if I'm doing, like, a regular playthrough, I try to have at least, like, one type that can take on any boss character, like any gym leader or elite four member or rival battle. Um, just, I, I tend to think about like, all right, I need to have at least one Pokemon that can take out dragons because there's going to be dragons later in the game. And that's going to be like difficult if I don't. So like, I don't necessarily need to have a dragon on my team, but like, uh, you know, just a, fairy or ice type or even just a Pokemon with a fairy or ice type move um that's something I generally just try to think about like type coverage in general um and also I try to I try not to have my teams be too weighted in one direction between uh in special versus physical attackers right uh because I've it really, really sucks when you uh, get to the get to a later point in the game and you realize that almost every Pokemon on your team is a physical attacker except for one. And I think, I like God, that happened to me when I played Brilliant Diamond the first time. Like I was not thinking about like, you know, I, most of my Pokemon were physical attackers, and I think the one Pokemon that wasn't was Blissey. <laughs> Oh, so it so, wasn't even an attacker. Yeah, it was um, <laughs> not good, I'll say. Um, 
But yeah, I should just try to be mindful of those things. Um, and also, like, I try to keep things... Like, if I'm doing a repeat playthrough, I try to keep things fresh and, like, use a Pokemon that I haven't used in a team already before. Um, just to uh, keep things interesting. Uh, have you discovered any Pokemon recently that you can think of that really, like, grew on you because you put that stipulation on yourself and it managed to open you up to something you might not have liked before? That's a good question. Because I, um, I have one prime Pokemon that fits that bill for me. What's that? Uh, Magmar, actually. Oh, okay. Boober? Boober! Yeah. I love Magmar now. Um... Specifically Magmar or Magmortar, too? Um, I mean, depends on the game. If Magmortar is available and I can get it easily enough, then Magmortar, because it's stronger. But I actually like the design of Magmar more. And its stats are plenty strong enough. Like, it still hits really hard. So, like, I think it's I think it's cool. I'll use, Ma I'll use Magmar if, like, Magmar Magmortar is either not available or not easily available. I'm trying to think of, um... A specific example that this happened to me. Um, um, if if you want, I'll I'll go ahead about some other like stuff I mentioned, and then you can. Oh yeah, to sure. So um, as far as like stipulations on what I do with my team, so generally I am one of those like normies. I don't box my starter. I will use my starter. So uh, since I've played through the game so many times, I'll usually try to pick my starter based on how I'm going to build around them. Uh, so, you know, if I'm choosing uh, Squirtle in Leaf Green, like I usually do. All right, so I already have my water type picked out. One of the stipulations I put on myself is I need on my main team so that I don't have to keep going to the PC basic HM coverage that I can put on my Pokemon without having to get like a specific HM mule or something for that. So... Yeah. Like, in the Kanto-based games, I always want Surf and Strength. And if I can fit it, uh, maybe uh, Cut, but more so probably Fly. I mean, I don't need Fly, but I will usually make, like, a slot for it because there's just so many good Flying types anyway in that region that, like, it's kind of hard not to put that on there somewhere anyway. But, yeah, so, like, I try to cover my bases with the basic HM if i have to go and get pokemon for like defog or something like that that doesn't really bother me but like if i'm gonna be encountering the same stuff like surf or rock smash like really like everywhere and i want to have something on my team that can cover that so i try to have pokemon that do that i try not to overlap my types although uh in my in-game teams i've learned to cope and be okay with like two pokemon overlapping one type is fine as long as there's not too much of it because like Sometimes there's just not enough solid coverage in certain types that I would like to see. So I'll be like, ah, well, I can get, like, maybe there's this, like, dark type, and it's really good, but the only... But it also is, like, part water. It's like a Hoenn playthrough, and it's like, but I already have Swampert, or I already have this other water type. Well, I want to use this dark type, so I guess I'm sharing this water typing. Like, I don't... I try not to get too bothered by that, but, like, I'll still make sure that, like, a Pokemon has, like, you know, dive surf rock smash whatever i need the most so that i can just adventure through the game with that team of pokemon so yeah those are the things i usually build around 
Uh, I thought of an answer. Um, and this is uh, related to a previous Gaming Stooges LP. Uh, Delcaddy. Landon's... Yeah, Delcaddy. Yeah. <laughs> because when Landon chose uh, Delcaddy as one of his two picks for my team, I was initially like, no, come on, Landon, pick a real <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, he was, I remember, like, you were begging. You were like, Landon, please pick something else. And then Landon I, was I like, wasn't, no, I wasn't begging. I wouldn't, I was, I you, definitely you did asked ask him. him, though. I asked him. Because I'm like, come on, Landon, pick a real one. And he's like, no, use, oh, use Del Caddy. And I'm like, well, it's like, <sighs> Del a, a legit enough pick for, for me, I think. Hey, remember that uh, time we, you told me to use a full picks for a Pokemon Blue playthrough? Did I did? Yeah. You said, and I quote, Vulpix. You didn't say Ninetales. You said Vulpix. So <laughs> that was so. I forgot about that. Uh, I do remember that. A while ago, I had come up with a way to, for when I was replaying uh, Pokemon games, uh, the, the randomizer-esque run, yep. where the teams I would have, I would have the choice to pick a Pokemon. Or I could opt out of that and then re-choose a Pokemon. Uh, then I would ask two to three people to uh, come up with a Pokemon that they wanted to, me to use. And whatever they literally said, I would have to use as long as it was available. So in this case, Jack had said Vulpix. He didn't say Ninetales. He meant Ninetales, but it was too late. <laughs> Um, it was and too late. It was too late. And then um, you randomize. You you just uh, randomize the rest of the the Pokemon. And as long as it's an eligible uh, Pokemon, yeah, whatever the number comes up, you just do you, you use that. Do you remember what the rest of that team was uh, for that Pokemon Blue playthrough? Yeah, it was yeah. Venusaur, Bellsprout. Yep, I remember Bellsprout. Uh, Kangaskhan, um, Rapidash. Vulpix, um, Dotrio. No, not Dotrio. Yeah, Dotrio. Uh, Dotrio? Yeah, I think it was Dotrio. Or Doug, Doug Trio? No. Dodrio? Dodrio. I think it was Dodrio. I think it, it was a Dodrio. Yeah. Was it Dodrio or Doduo? No, it was Dotrio. Uh, yeah, because I had, I had, no, 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 it might have been Doduo. I had, like, a couple Pokemon that were fully evolved. And then I had a couple Pokemon that were base evolution. So that might yeah. have been one of the base evolutions. But Which yeah. one did Cloud choose? Um, did you choose Kangaskhan? I think I did. Yeah. Yeah, because I wanted you to I wanted you to use something weird yeah. like that was different. Yeah, I think I think it was Kangaskhan that you chose. I know Bellsprout was r- randomized. Oh random. Um, yeah. That Bellsprout, let me s- tell you this. Uh, we'll get, we'll get into it, but Gen One is gross and uh, <laughs> very interesting. Uh, you can you can use a bell sprout. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I used that bell sprout pretty much. I mean, it was on my team the whole time, um, and it was even as far as Victory Road. It was uh, you know uh, doing work because of rap. Um, but that's yep. and you know what's funny is this was before we even knew like the whole concept of the badge boost glitch that like a couple YouTubers have discovered where like one thing that makes Bellsprout really good is actually just access to growth. So it just spams growth. And because of the, the glitch involving like 
the stat boosts you get for the badges that you have, they're supposed to just apply just flat 12.5% boost. But when your stats change in battle, you get that 12.5% boost again. And then if you do it again, it just it happens again. If an enemy uses Leer, that goes up again. And so, like, you could just accumulate boosts with Sprout and then just, like, spam Mega Drain just win. It's funny. Yeah, but I was just using Rep on it because you can infinitely lock. If you go first and you, you Rep, you can infinitely yep. lock people into not being able to do any attacks. That's why Dragonite um, in Gen 1 meta is so good with just Rep. Yep. Because and and Bellsprout so also fast. gets uh, Bellsprout also gets Sleep Powder and Stun Spore, so it has reliable ways to inflict statuses that make it and even powder. more difficult. Yeah, you could use Poison Powder to because I was using um, Poison Powder to Leech Seed tac- tactics as well. Uh, I was oh yeah, using Toxic no, on the Venusaur for that playthrough uh, because in that game it like double effects. So when one drains, the other one's multiplier goes up. And then, like, yeah, it for just, toxic. Yeah. it's stupid by the end of that. So, yeah. Yep. Um, so. Anyway, that goes but back anyway, to But anyway, we Del were talking Caddy. about Del Caddy. Yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. say. That was a um, rant inside of a rant inside of a rant. <laughs> yeah. So, Rantception. So, go back to Del Caddy, and then we can finish up the... Del Caddy was good as fuck, honestly. I gave it Thunderbolt, and it was my electric type for the playthrough. <laughs> I don't remember what else it had, but it was... I think one of them might have been Return. Yeah. Um, it's... I, I remember the playthrough. It like it wasn't, like, you know, you know, super overpowered, obviously. Like, it wasn't... No. It's a it wasn't caddy. killing stuff. It wasn't killing stuff as much as you want, but it was putting in work. Like, it would either I, soften stuff up for other people or it would be it, able to come and pick off stuff. It was... It killed, it killed at least, like, two of Wallace's Pokemon. So, like, yeah. it put in work. It just goes to show, you train a Pokemon right, it doesn't have to be necessarily broken to still be good. True. Yeah. Anyway, for me to answer the original question, which is yes. how I build teams, um, right. it depends on what kind of mood set I'm in. Uh, because for a while there, I was doing those randomized teams, so it's like, yep. whatever. As long as I have one Pokemon I know that's decent enough, I can do whatever. Um, I started doing Nuzlocks, um, and so that's its own deal. Um, and then when I was originally make, making teams, uh, as long as I had like access to a grass type, I, I would just pick whatever Pokemon looked coolish. Um, and like I kind of was playing with over the course of my my playthrough for like a normal playthrough, but like that's um that brings up a really good point. Are there any types that you like? try to almost always have on a playthrough team mine would be grass yeah i mean there's other types but that was like usually my default was because grass grass you could usually get access to stuff like stun spore or uh, sleep powder and stuff uh for status effects so making other pokemon easier to catch um was always useful uh but then also being able to fuck the ai a little bit with some of that I found uh, what Momo's team or Momo's uh, move list was uh, in the champion. Anyway, it was Return, Secret Power, Thunderbolt, and Toxic. Do you remember what? Interesting. To- oh no, it's not Secret Power. It's Hidden Power. Power that uh, changes. Yeah. Based off yeah. of it. 
Secret power had like the bonus effect depending on which Terrain. area you were in. Yeah. And yeah. since you were inside a lot, that was just 30% paralysis. So it was basically just slightly weaker body slam all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not bad. With Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Plus normal type same time attack bonus. Exactly. So I mean it's still gonna hit hard enough. No, it's good. It's a good moveset. But uh for me, when it comes to types, uh I will always have a water type. If it's not the starter, I will find a water type that I like and put it on the team. Uh, examples being in uh, Generation 3 games, if I pick like uh, Sceptile or Blaziken for my starter, I'll often find something like Gyarados or Azumarill or something water type, maybe Sharpedo, maybe Wailord. Just something that's water type to fill that slot. I usually always have. Or like in the newest game, Scarlet and Violet, I picked uh, Fue Coco as my starter. Got Skeledurge. I didn't have a water type, so my water type ended up being Dondozo at the, at the end of the game. That thing's fucking good, by the way. Dondozo is strong. Um, He's a big and boy. And then the last type besides water that I will almost always have is um. It used to be rock, but now it's ground, for sure. I will always get a ground type. Same. I just... It's... The 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 small child brain in me is just like, stab earthquake, go brrrr. And I just like the click but, earthquake. But also, it's the only type that's super effective against electric types. And electric types are fairly common. Electric types are fairly strong, against the player in a uh, in 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 playthroughs if you don't have that ground coverage right because yeah. i mean you're always going to probably have a water and a flying type which means you're automatically susceptible to electric type attacks mm-hmm. like most most players have at least one of those two some players have both so that puts you at risk there but no i just i like ground type because i like the so the quote unquote I guess you could call them the mineral types like you have steel rock ground I like having at least one of those and then I realized that over time I just gravitate towards ground like um, I'll have a Rhyperior I'll have a Nido Queen I'll have an Excadrill I don't care what it is as long as there's a ground type I just like having a ground type it's just really fun to have so usually water and ground it depends on the generation sometimes I might want a flying type for fly in the generations where you use fly or uh in later generations i will generally want a fairy type not always though so i can't really say for sure uh but sometimes i go with psychic instead like i use one of the magical types i guess you could say so but it's always one water one ground type and then something else around that um i usually try to do something similar uh i almost always have a fire type um Usually, like, water, fire, and ground are three that I usually try to have covered, and usually one of either grass or electric. Okay. And then the rest can be whatever. Generally, I also try to do, like, a lot of... I don't use monotypes a whole lot, Um, or at least I try to, like, avoid using them a lot just to have like more type coverage oh you mean like pokemon that are only single typed yeah that's interesting i i usually 
go one way, don't really go one way or the other with those. Although generally most Pokemon are dual typed at their final evolution, so it just falls into place that way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, I like. Shoutouts to uh, Maryland Team Builder. For oh yeah. Always being there. Always being there to just pick out a team and be like, "Is there a team? Is there a type that like just obliterates my team?" Yep. And then like sometimes you get disappointed because you find out like five Pokemon on your team are like weak to fighting or something. Damn. It'd be like it'd be like that sometimes. There was this one time I was on the team builder and I was like, "Gee, I wonder how decent this team will be." And it was like four Pokemon are weak to fighting, and I was like, "Oh my god, what am I gonna do when I fight what? a fighting type user?" What was what like? You had a normal, a dark. Uh, uh, I had I had I had a dark. I had a steel. Um, I had a rock, and then I had um. I think I had an ice type too. Oh, like, wow. I keep forgetting that ice is weak to fighting. Yup. Dude, ice is such a shit type. <laughs> like, it, defensively. It, it really is. I mean, ice is a shit type in general. It's, like, really, it's really good offensively. Offensively. I mean, it's quite literally, like, the glass cannon type. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah, but snow runs so cute, so it's fine. <laughs> it is. So that makes up for it. It is. I've always, found I've always found Glalie to be an interesting Pokemon, because, like, its base stats are just the same across the board. But it's, like, it's cool. It's just a ball of yeah, ice. I, I always just, liked yeah. Glalie's design and SnowRun's design, so I was like, whatever. Those are... That almost redeems the, the entire. It gets a cool moveset, too. Like, they just randomly give it access to Dark-type moves, because it has big teeth, so they were like, here's Bite and Crunch. Yeah, it's, like, cool. <laughs> Just, if that Glalie needs to randomly fight a psychic type, you it's got you. You're covered. What, what about... Alright, let's... Uh, how about three favorite types? Three favorite just, types. Just in general. Uh, you're probably... You're probably ground water fairy. I just... I like those types. Not, not rock? No, I like ground more now. Like, like actually going back and like going through, like, the Pokemon that are ground-type versus that are rock-type, like, more of them are ground than rock. Okay. Lennon? Uh, grass, grass, and... Grass? That's Does fair. Does that work? I don't know. Um, grass... I mean, if this was Gen 1, they for some reason they program it so that, like, grass the Pokemon is, Except the Pokemon is, like, cooler. listed... No, no, I was saying, like, um... But that is an interesting note. Yeah. But, like, the, the single-type Pokemon are technically the same type twice, but it can't apply the same weakness twice, so it still just calculates the same. But, like, in the files, it'll be like, Squirtle is water, water, and it's like, what? It is weird. <laughs> Such a poorly designed uh, video game franchise. franchise. <laughs> um, <laughs> it really is. It is. Um, Pokemon. Oh, God. Um... Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like grass is usually my go-to. There's some bug type Pokemon I really like. Um, bug types are cool. Yeah, I like. I, I'm liking more normal types than I used to. Um, oh yeah, me too. And so like maybe those three, but I also like. 
I don't know. It's been it's been interesting after completing. I know it's it's not a lot, but like actually completing two Nuzlocks. Um, is it's like changed your perspective on, on a lot of stuff. Yeah, and it's like all right, because um, it's like what did I end up using in the the leaf green? It was like it was a, a cool team. Um, but uh, you know what? I'll pull that up. Yeah, pull that up. Um, I was like. What Aerodactyl, the Venusaur, um, Starmie. I was trying to use Slowbro. That was, uh, I mean, they're both pretty solid. So, like, a Psychic um, is always a, a good typing to go with. All right, we got Venusaur, a.k.a. Reen, Reen X, Reen the Tenth. Uh, we got Magnemite, or excuse me, Magneton, uh, Sarah Valentine. Uh, we got <laughs> Aerodactyl, General Morgan of Morgan of Morgan. <laughs> we got, uh, Duke Dunn and the Snorlax. Hell yeah. Uh, Ol- Olivier, the, uh, Starmie. And, uh, Chloe, the Nido Queen. Yeah. I guess Duke Dunn would be what, or, uh, Snorlax would be what you were thinking of. Probably, yeah. It's like, Snorlax is a really cool Pokemon. Snorlax is great. I mean, I really like... Like, we're doing Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness for the channel right now on Twitch. Go check that out. Um, the Teddy VODs, Ursa's been... The VOD should be going up soon. Like, Teddy Ursa has been, like, the return uh, king. Dunsparce. Um, That's another good ground type, Ursa Luna. Yeah. Ursa Luna's a really cool ground type. But, like, it, like Ursa Ring is just normal. Yep. Um... It, it, beware is just normal type. Beware. Um, beware is not normal fighting. Normal fighting, yeah. but still, it's it's another but normal it's, type. It's, it's it's so it's such a fun Pokemon. Normal is just I I don't know. I feel like normal is growing on me as a type um, because as a kid it was just like it's just a rat. What the fuck? Yeah. It's just a <laughs> ferret. What the fuck? Um, but once they just like kind of reached a critical mass of cool normal types it's just like no normal's got some cool yeah and even like going back to the older games where you are forced to just use giraffarig is a weird ass normal type it is uh it's fun um i baton pass (laughs) i recently used a giraffarig for the on a team for the first time in um scarlet and violet did, oh, I, to evolve it into a... To evolve it into Ferrigaraf, yeah. But still, it was it was good. Okay. Um, another question just kind of out of the blue just to talk about it. Give hey, us I didn't there. answer. Oh, you didn't? No. He no. Didn't. <laughs> well, he did, but he didn't. I mean, I, I didn't Are at all. Are talking about the typings you like? Yeah. <laughs> Um, what are your top I three? I don't think I did anyway. Oh, no, I was thinking of the team formation. Yeah, when you were uh, talking yeah, about team no. formation. And I thought that was good we enough t- for him. He doesn't he, he doesn't need to always talk. <laughs> wow. My answer what my answer was the exact same. See, that's anyway, why so like that's why I was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Jack. God Sorry, Jack. What are your three favorite types of Pokemon? I don't know, man. I like um grass. I just like gravitate to grass types a lot in general um even if they're like not very good a lot of the time i still like them 
Uh, I like dark. Dark is always like a an interesting type because it can be like there's a I feel like there's a lot of special and physical attackers in the dark type like a lot mostly physical but like there's a fair amount of special attackers too um and I don't, don't fucking know about the third one I almost wanted to say fighting uh just because it's a just a really fun uh type to use and just like it, it's just the type where you punch things how cool <laughs> is that how That's, cool is that I was gonna say there is Hitmonlee and he does not okay. punch. The move where the type where you kick things. Thank you. The the type where you just beat the shit out of things. Mono a mono. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess that, I, I guess that's what I would say. Um, we didn't actually touch on this because of the way that we built our teams for the an earlier question. So, what would you guys say is your favorite legendary? If you had to pick one, legendary or mythical, just group them together. Uh, There's about 50 of them. There's too many now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's too many. I mean, I'll say... When I say 50, it's more like... I'm saying, like... I'm being generous. It's like 80 or 90. Yeah, something like that. Especially yeah. if you say mythical and legendary. Yeah. Um, I mean, it has slowed down. Like, Gen 5, I think they have, like... 200. 50-some-odd. I think half the Pokedex is just, like, special Pokedex. <laughs> legendary um, I'll say this, uh, the two that stand out to me, uh, mostly probably design-wise, uh, less so, like, for game, game prey, uh, Lugia and Groudon. I just really like their designs. Um, I love Groudon. Yeah, Groudon. Uh, Groudon's, like, cool-looking, mono-ground, but, uh, has a really cool ability, and you can slap Solar Beam on that bitch. Yup. And he gets yeah. powered up. Does he? Does it? Can he learn flamethrower? Am I remembering that right? Oh, so yeah. he gets blast. he gets he gets eruption. He, oh, that's right. Yeah, but he also has access to fire blast and flamethrower if you want. Yeah, but I knew there was like he gets a really good fire type move or a couple. Yep. Um, plus, like I like that too. Plus, you know, earthquake. Yep, earthquake. Just just click it. Yeah, that's. But he's <laughs> yeah. He's no, Groudon cool has moves. a cool. I mean, he also gets stuff like Rock Slide, Stone Edge, Slash. There's a lot of really cool moves. Um, Groudon was going to be my answer. <laughs> All right, then I'll focus on Lugia, and then you can talk about Groudon, because everyone will forget okay. what we said about Groudon by then. Lugia is <laughs> okay. just a big bird, and um, he's got a weird typing, that's I for sure. They literally <laughs> just gave him that typing because it would be ma it would make him strong. I mean... That's it. I mean... You got psychic typing because it was strong. Uh, in Gen 2 world, that's that's all you yep. need. <laughs> Gen 1 yep. and 2, let's <laughs> be a psychic type. It's, cr be a, it's crazy because there's like four different types you could give Lugia and I would not be surprised for it to have any of them. Yeah. Because it, it could be a dragon, it could be a water, it could be flying, it could be psychic. I don't I don't fucking care. Yeah. Just, it could be electric. It could have four types. They should make um, a Lugia type. <laughs> yeah, just make its own type yeah. that it has. Um, Jack, I love that. What's your favorite legendary? I love, I why love is it that, on? I love that one meme of, uh, well, it's not even a meme. It's just 
a tweet that Hideki Naganuma posted once of a close-up of Lugia's belly, and he just says, I do love Lugia's pot belly. It's a, it's a good design. It's a good belly, it's just yeah. like... I mean, I will say, it also helps for me that I gravitated towards Silver as a kid, and Pokemon right, XD yeah. Gale of Darkness was a thing, and you have a... It's almost like the games were catering to your favorite legendary. That game, specifically, at least. Um, I don't even remember using Lugia much as a kid, though. I remember having a team of six Typhlosions because I, uh, you know... Because you duplicated I duplicated the... it. <laughs> that cloning glitch was so easy to do, too. So, I, I do remember that, but I don't really remember using much of a legendary, even back then. I remember at one point I had a Blastoise that had four water moves. Oh, that was, uh, that was like, my my Typhlosions and Venusaurs and, like, most most of my Pokemon, honestly, uh, from even all the way up to, like, Gen 3, early Gen 4, I was just, like, let me just put four of the same type, uh, like, on, on half my Pokemon. It'll be fine. Yeah, I had, like, uh, I think it was, like, it was either Bubble or Water Gun. Bubble Beam, because I had imported it from uh, Gen 1. I had it, I was using it in gold. And then Surf and Hydro Pump. Like, you really don't need anything else. No, it's water type. Why would I need anything else? No. But yeah, so Groudon. <laughs> oh, Groudon, that's a good answer. Good answer, yeah, Steve. Yeah, good again, answer, good answer Steve. Steve. Good answer. Um, yeah, no, I think Groudon is sick. Uh, I mean, Ruby was my first Pokemon game, so like seeing. I, I chose Ruby because I liked Groudon more than Kyogre. Just like looking at the box. I'm like, I want that one. Um, and I don't know. Groudon's just fucking sick. He's like covered in spikes and like has these glowy parts. And he's just looks very sharp. Weighs a ton. Literally. Uh, and he is, I mean, like Lana said, mono ground. It's got fire blast for wa for uh, grass coverage. It's got drought to handle water types um, and solar beam. So, like, it's fucking, it's ready for anything. It's people, a monster. People always say that Groudon, like, didn't know what he was doing when he was taking on Kyogre, like, just sitting on that one plot of land in the middle of the water. He can make more ground, you know. And he doesn't also, need it. He's better than that. He can. He can just literally make more by r causing it to rise from the water because he can fucking control land because he's cool. Groudon is awesome. Groudon is awesome. Groudon's one um, of my favorites, but but aside from that, uh, I also like Zapdos a lot. Zapdos is a really cool legendary. Zapdos also looks very sharp. You seem um, to like the po the legendaries that would hurt you if you touched them wrong. <laughs> um, and I like Victini too. Um, who who has very pointy ears. My favorite uh, legendary you. is, to no one's surprise, it's Mewtwo. Like, you are that kid, aren't you? It's I Mewtwo. Am, I am that kid. Like I just, I Mewtwo is so cool. I'm the kid that as soon as I got Mewtwo in Red version, I just 
continue to play the game for like 20 more hours with an overpowered Mewtwo and nothing else. Like walking around Kanto just clicking psychic on everything because it was funny watching the meters go down really fast all the time. It was just, it was pleasing to me. So I like Mewtwo. I still think he's really cool. I like his design. I like the Mew fact that he was like... Mewtwo is cool. Darkest he looks Mustard like... wants to know, what about Mew? He looks like Frieza. I mean, I like Mew. Mew's, Mew's actually probably one of my favorite mythicals. Might still be my favorite mythical. But Mewtwo's definitely my favorite legendary. But I another one of my favorites is... um That hasn't been talked about yet. Is Rayquaza. Because... It's just a fucking giant dragon. Like, it, yeah. it, it hyper beams things, lives up in the sky, and gets pissed off at aliens coming from space. I, it, to this day, I do not refer to him by its uh, official pronunciation. You because still it is, pronounce it Rayquaza? It, it is Rayquaza. But I think I've always pronounced it Rayquaza, and I think it sounds way more badass in my opinion. I used to pronounce it Rayquaza. I mean, but as long as I we mean, both like, know which Pokemon you're talking about, I really don't care because even the anime has mispronounced it. So, like it, I know it's not technically the way it's pronounced, but it's just the way that I'm used to, and I, I'm stubborn. It's the same with Arceus. I know it's technically Arceus, but. It sounds weird to me. Yeah, that's fair. And then one more Pokemon that's really cool is uh, Giratina. I think Giratina is like an insanely epic Pokemon. It's literally just Satan. Like they made Satan yeah. as a Pokemon. They they got away with it. It's pretty Satan. Hell yeah. I'll say since I didn't mention a mythical, um, I like Jirachi, but that might be mostly because of the Colosseum bonus disc. And I have yeah. it. I can just print Jirachis. <laughs> you can just print infinite Jirachis yeah. as much as you want, I, basically. I, I mean, okay, you have to I, start a new file, but I mean, you can make as many as you want. I know. I know this isn't incorrect, but I'm looking at the uh, Cerebi page for legendary Pokemon just to have them all in front of me. Um, and on the section under Mythicals, it starts Mew, Celebi, Jirachi, Deoxys. So here's the thing: Deoxys is back and forth. It's been the thing about I, the thing about mythical Pokemon is that they are not so like the distinction isn't really there in Japan as much as it is outside of Japan. And mythical Pokemon as a whole are just like it, it, they've gone back and forth on it. Like Deoxys, because of the time it was available, it was considered legendary. But then it was mythical again. And the same thing with Arceus. is like, even though there's a game where you can get it, it's still technically a mythical because that's just how they designated it. It's, I don't get it. Well, okay. But I'm the, the point that I'm more was making is that you have like three Pokemon small that are just cute. like small, small and yeah. cute. And then you have big wiggly alien. And the funny thing is, is it just gets weirder after like from there because you get... I mean, you get Shaman and Manaphy, but then there's also Darkrai and Arceus. Yeah. You get Victini, but and you also get Meloetta, but then Keldeo, Geld, Keldeo's kind of on the fence, and then Genesect. And Genesect's then, cool. I don't care what you think. Genesect is cool. No, no, Genesect's cool. It's just 
you know, I said the I design wise. <laughs> it's 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 interesting. They've gone away from what they called like the pixie mythicals. They used to have those pixie mythicals like all the time, and they basically like kind of stopped doing that. But I mean, mythicals in general, they don't really do them anymore. So Al did shout out Maya the Jirachi, which was a fantastic Jirachi for my brilliant Diamond Nuzlocke. Hell yeah! Um, I forget what the name of the Manaphy was. I had in that, but I, I, I remember I had I used the Manaphy because oh. I, I lost a bunch of Pokemon to uh, that nerd at the very end. the The last round fight, let me I like let, lost let me find yeah. it. my Torterra and Machamp uh, and a bunch of like high end Pokemon. Uh, so I brought in. I already had the Jirachi on my team, but I brought in that Manaphy. Uh, and I used it, I think, in one one or two fights. I mean, to be fair, that Weavile like carried you through those the last, last two, two fights. Yeah, so. the, just, <laughs> I mean that was just, that was the point of the Weavile was just oh, to yes. win those last two. It did its job. Everyone had a point except for Drifloom for that. Uh, I don't think I used the Drifloom at all. Oh well, that's fine. It was there. Just in case. Um, out of the weird mechanics that they've had in the newer games, like Mega Evolution, Z moves, stuff like that, like which ones would you say you like the most out of the, out of like those? There's there's four basically. You got Mega Evolution, Z moves, Dynamax, and Terra. All right, since Jack isn't responding, I'll go. I'm trying, sorry, I'm trying to find what your the name of your Manaphy was. Oh, okay. I'm oh. skimming through the brilliant Diamond VODs. Well, while he's doing that, um, I guess I'll answer. Um, I kind of used Mega Evolutions. I never used Z-Moves. I think I Dynamaxed once... And I haven't played Scarlet and Violet, so I don't know. Oh, Iris! Iris the Manaphy. That's yep. right. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Al. Thank you, Al. Very cool. Thank you, Al. Very cool. Uh, so I guess the answer is Mega Evolutions, uh, but I I think fundamentally it was the coolest because you had a, like, it was a select number of Pokemon, but they had, like, a form change. Um, unlike, like, Dynamax, they just... Most Pokemon just got big, and their stats got uh, bigger. Some of them had, like, a unique form, um, but, like, you couldn't just use any version of that Pokemon. It had to be a very, it had to be a special version of that Pokemon that had a Dynamax version. Yeah. Whereas Z-Moves, you could just throw that Z-Crystal on anyone, and they could just use that Z-Move, basically. So, sorry, was the question just about, like... Which of the four of the new mechanics... Which of the four gimmicks is your favorite? Oh, probably... Probably Mega Evolutions, if I had to choose one. But I do like Terrastalizing. Um, I think it's a really interesting mechanic, actually. That, like, Pokemon can have a Terrastalized... Or, um... What, a different what type than their... The, their... The Terra-type? Ty- Terra-type, there we go. I f- forget the term. Their Terra-type could be different from their other types. And I and they can just, like, switch to that type and become that 
and I think that's pretty sick, honestly. It, sounds it makes for cool. some. I'll say that it it's, makes for some cool strategies. It's cool too because you could also still double up on one of the types it already is, and then just make it stab become adaptability boosted instead of regular 1.5s, which is cool if you wanted to go that route. I will say, I don't give a fuck about Z moves. They're just like cut. They're just moves with longer cutscenes. Um, and Gigantamaxing is fucking stupid, honestly. It's like, ooh, the Pokemon is big now, and it has bigger stats. It's not even, it's not even multiple stats, it's literally just HP. But, they, 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 they don't, uh, they don't get a, a raw boost in their attack and defense, but they get better moves, so you're essentially dealing more damage as well. Yeah. But, like, it's just kind of stupid and lazy like there's no strategy to it you know so he loves dynamaxing it i don't why. care i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the i'm gonna be the weird one i'm not the biggest fan of really any of these gimmicks like i'm the ki- the type where if i could play without any of them i would and i usually do in 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 most circumstances and I mean, in, to be fair, in like, in like Scarlet, not Skyline Violet, in a Sword and Shield, you don't really have a choice but to play without it for most of the game because they don't even let you Dynamax wherever you want. But that said, from a mechanical standpoint, just conceptual, like not just conceptually, but just how it plays out, how you use it, Dynamax is probably my favorite. And the reason why is uh, two things. One, because you can use it on any Pokemon. Yes, Gigantamax is a thing, so they can get an alternate look, and also they have special max moves that regular Dynamax Pokemon don't, so they might have special effects that those regular Dynamax Pokemon don't have access to. That's fine, whatever. That's cool. But I like Dynamax because any Pokemon can do it, which means that... If you like a specific Pokemon, I mean, as long as it's one of the 650 that exists Sword and Shield, because they don't have all the Pokemon in it, but if, if if you like a Pokemon and it's in Sword and Shield, and it's one of like the 650 Pokemon there in the game, you, you could just make it your ace Pokemon. You can make it your boss Pokemon. It just is the Dyna... You just put it as your Dynamax Pokemon. There you go. Like, you could just make any Pokemon your ace, and I just think that's really cool. Because of the fact that you can make it on any Pokemon... I, I do agree that just making it bigger is kind of stupid looking, but like, I mean, it's kind of hard to make something that works for everything without it looking stupid because you have to account for literally every Pokemon that might use it, so. I like, yeah. it, more th- I like it more than Z-moves. I, I, underst- I understand that and acknowledge that, but I still disagree. I'm I'm still just not a fan. I'm not trying to win you over. I'm just I trying know, to I know. I'm trying to just give my perspective. The audience can decide for themselves which ones they like more. I mean, someone here I, might like, you know, Mega Evolution the best. Some people might like Z moves the best, you know. I, I'm just I, presenting my side. I just like Dynamax the most because of how it works. I will say I think terrestrializing looks pretty fucking stupid, but it's a I think it's a fun mechanic. I like so. terrestrialization too for the same reason that I like Dynamax, because literally any Pokemon can just be your terror Pokemon. Yeah. If, and like if there's a Pokemon that doubles up on types and you just 
assign it a, dis- a different terror type, well then problem solved. There you go. And like, I will say like, I actively used terrestrializing in when I played Scarlet and Violet, which is more than what I can say for the other three. So yeah, the problem with Mega Evolutions is conceptually they are the coolest ones, and I can't yes. debate that. Conceptually, they're the coolest ones. The problem is. Not a lot of Pokemon have them. Yeah, like four Pokemon. And a lot of the Pokemon that have them, and a lot of the Pokemon that have them, didn't need them. Yeah. So, like, I, no one asked for Mega Garchomp. Nobody no. asked for Mega Tyranitar. Like, I think, I think Mega Evolutions, like, could have been so much better. Because, like, I do think, like, as a concept, it is extremely cool to, like, give... Pokemon that are otherwise not very strong, like a stronger form to make them better. I mean, just look at fucking Beedrill. Like, they made Beedrill good. So. And, and like, that was the only way they were going to be able to do that because Pokemon, of all the traditions they've broken, no Pokemon can go through three stages of evolution. There's base Pokemon, first evolution, second evolution, that's it. Yeah. So Beedrill literally could not get better without something like that. Yeah. And you are right that a lot of Pokemon with Mega Evolutions did not need them. <laughs> like, Mega Garchomp is just absurd. Like, but... I get the reason why they did it, but also Mega Deancey was also overkill. Like, I get the reason why they did it. Conceptually, it makes sense. It's literally a Pokemon that was like... It's... Like, the crystals on its body and some shit, like, inter- like it was, like, kind of like a an early thing. Like, I, I get it, but at the same time, it's like, it didn't need it. Yeah. Like, there's so many Pokemon that did not need it. Yeah. Z-moves. But Mega Venusaur Z-moves was really like, cool, so. Oh, yeah, no. Whatever. Mega Venusaur was really cool. Um, Z-moves, just, like, I lo- like, I like the fact that Z-moves can work technically on any Pokemon, but, like, at the same time... They don't really because there's a lot of Pokemon that they need the item slot. So you can't just give them a Z-Crystal because they need some other item. Like, if you're using, like, a Pokemon that really relies on, like, leftovers for recovery, like Snorlax, you can't give it something else. It needs leftovers. Or, like, a Pokemon that, like, is really good as, like, a Choice Band attacker, you can't give it a Z-Move. It needs that Choice Band. Like, you can't give it anything else. But I mean, in a playthrough, it doesn't really matter. So you can use Z moves on anything, and it's fine. It's it's pretty fun. But then when like you want to use it on like Battle Tree, or if like you're playing against friends, or just playing against people online, it's like it it's not really something you can use it on. So I do like the other two because of the fact that they can literally just be used on anything, even though competitively that just it 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 completely wrecked both their metas. Like giant Dynamax, like. The people that play it competitively, like, they couldn't even use it. And, like, it was so central to, like, the du- the official doubles. Like, Dynamax is... They specifically build around certain Pokemon. But I think that's cool. Like, I don't know what they're going to do for the next generation, though. But they've, they've, done a, they've done a gimmick for, like, everything since Generation 6. So they'll probably come up with something. We'll find out in a few years. Or um, they could just bring Mega Evolutions back and give them to more Pokemon. <laughs> no, they can't we know that. that we're not. They can't. They can't do that because that would be acknowledging the people like Mega Evolutions, and they refuse to do that. Uh, I do want to 
ask one last question, then we're going to move on to talk about spinoffs and side series stuff because they deserve to be talked about. But um, this is like a last thing. I did want to ask, like, they one thing I really like that it wasn't a gimmick, but it was something that like they did a lot was um, they've been doing a lot is like uh, either cross-gen evolutions or and mixed in with this is regional variants. I really like the concept of regional variants because of the fact that like you basically get new Pokemon without them having to make a whole new Pokemon conceptually for it. Yeah. So I like when I mentioned like the whole like generate like the generational gimmick stuff like earlier, like Z moves and all that stuff, I would actually be fine if they like never did any of those again and they just gave us more regional variants and more cross gen evolutions, like I would be happy with that more than anything, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I I mean, I pulled this up. Like, most of my Pokemon on here are cross-gen evolutions, so, like... I think they should give Shuckle an evolution. That would be so weird. Like, what do you think they'd do with that? I don't know. They gave Dunsparce an evolution. They did. So... They just give have more, to... Just, just give, give it more limbs. noodles. Yeah. More yeah. <laughs> Shuckle. Bigger shell. Make it a Hydra Shuckle. It's seven heads. Yeah. And part dragon type. It's Bug but Rock they... Dragon. <laughs> the first it... triple type. I was going to say, no, it would be funny if that was the first Bug Dragon Pokemon we got, because we don't have a Bug Dragon yet. It'd be funny if that was our first Bug Dragon type. Just the fucking seven-headed Shuckle. That would be badass. That would be fucking badass. Why don't they do that? Nintendo. Pokemon Company. Game Freak. Some Pokemon Company. Listening. Please take our Tillamook. Tillamook. Redgy. Tillamook invent this Pokemon. <laughs> Tillamook. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I'll be right back. Oh. He's going to get him. Uh, Jack, was there anything else you wanted to touch on with uh, main series stuff? I'm sure Not Landon really. would rather talk about the side series stuff anyway, so might as well say whatever we can i mean i think i've said most of what i like i mean i like as evidenced by my favorites like i like most of the older gens not because like i'm just an old gen guy i just like a lot of what they did more than what some of the newer games do or like i feel like sometimes the newer games are trying to do too much like of this specific new thing that I don't care for. But I mean, at the same time, there's like stuff that each of the various games have done that I wish if they like put it all together, it'd be amazing. Like generation six, why have we not got something since that is as good as the PSS for online? The PSS was literally perfect. And then they just replaced it with things that are strictly worse than the PSS. Like Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's connectivity feature hub isn't, that bad like it's all right but like the pss was just the best thing yeah uh i mean gen 7 i liked poke pelago they never brought that back i want an easy to go into sub menu where i can just send pokemon to like little jobs on the sides and just have them do those things and get stuff they kind of had that in sword and shield with like actual jobs but like you had to go to a pokemon center you couldn't just open up your menu to do it uh, Landon's got Tillamook. I have Tillamook. I don't have any of the limited editions, and I don't have frozen custard today. I have regular old ice cream, except it's marionberry pie. So it's got pie chunks right. in there. 
with Marion Berries. Well, now that you're nice. back, yeah. I do want to ask everybody, what was your first spinoff game or side series game? Um, I answered that um, correctly. Yeah, that's Pokemon, true. You did say po- that. Pokemon Ruby and Sa- or Pokemon Pinball Ruby and Sapphire was okay. my first one. Actually, no, 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 no. I think I played, um, I probably played the stadium mini games with friends before I did, before I did that. Yeah, but I mean, um, you did mention that you played the main series games before you got Ruby, so. Yeah, but I mean, like a little bit, not a ton, but. Um, but you did used to play the mini games yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah I, I had a friend with a 64 and we would just kind of like play the mini games in Stadium 2 a lot. Um, I also played, uh, there was a while where there was like one summer where me and one of my friends just played Pokemon channel like every day. I don't know why we were fucking addicted to it. And then once we stopped playing it, we never went back to it. Yeah. Mine, uh, my first one's probably stadium. I like, I'm trying to think if there was anything that came close to coming before stadium, but like all the other early stuff, like Pokemon TCG, um, Pokemon Snap, I didn't even own personally. Uh, all this stuff was definitely played after Stadium One. That was definitely my first one. The ice cream is fantastic. That is my update. Hell yeah! So yeah, no side series games though. We did mention what our favorite one favorite ones were earlier. Uh, do we have any experience with other games from the from the spin? There's so many spinoffs, by the way. Mm. There's God. I forgot. You know what? I think this calls for a Smasher Pass. Okay. Well, I was going to say, I forgot the the actual fifth answer for mine um, was uh, Pokemon Conquest, but yeah. And Oh yeah, I forgot about that game. To, to answer Darkest Mustang's, uh, or sorry, Darkest Mustard's uh, question, because hmm. um, we were just talking about Pokemon Stadium. Um, was did anyone like the mini games? That was the only part of Pokemon Stadium that matters. It's true. It is pretty true. Uh, all right, yeah, let's play some Smash and Pass. All right, fuck yeah. I'm trying to pull up one a page that has like both the side series and the spinoffs because the they're they are coupled as like they they do have uh, that differentiation. Okay, um. So, side games. Let's start. Did we want to talk about anything else when it comes to the Pokemon Stadium games? I mean, I personally liked being able to, like, connect my Game Boy game because, like... And this has been, like, a sentiment that I think really needs to, like... Is really helpful to put things into perspective. The Pokemon Stadium games are basically physical DLC for your Pokemon Generation 1 and 2 games. Like, if you get those games, you're probably using them so that you can play extra content from your main games. Or the mini-games. Or the mini-games, but... I mean, they were cool. Yes, Jack? They were cool as games, but yeah, just... just... Oh, I wasn't going to say anything, sorry. Just go ahead. Oh, <laughs> you moved over to your mic, I was like, you're going to say something? Oh, I, I just looked... Aw- I, I just put... I was looking at my phone and I put it away. Sorry. I do remember I, just... I played a lot of Pokemon Stadium with like my actual like Pokemon Red or Blue team. I don't remember which version it was that I was using at the time for it, but I managed to do round one and get Mew unlocked because you unlock Mew as a rental Pokemon if you uh, beat the round one. 
but I never did beat round two because that, that was hard. Blaine would spam fire spin on his Rapidash and I just, I couldn't outspeed it sometimes and it would just hacks me to death because it would just never miss because it's the AI. Why would it miss? The AI can't miss. Uh, Pokemon Stadium 2 though, I did play through to completion. I even like, like you get like a final battle with like silver and red and stuff like that and those are like really good. I remember playing all the way through. That was fun. Uh, the next side games. <laughs> did any of you guys use Pokemon Box, Ruby, and Sapphire? Never did. No. I, as far as I'm aware, this game doesn't exist because I've never seen it before. I've seen it. So. All right, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about Pokemon Coliseum and XD Gale Darkness, then, right? Oh, but those are good games. Smash, 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 smash. smash. So yeah, uh, what do you guys? Jack, you go first because Landon has a lot more experience, and he's definitely gonna have to go last. What is your experience with Pokemon Coliseum and XD Gale Darkness? I had a friend that owned Coliseum when I was a kid, and I, we kind of, there was a summer where we, different friend actually from the one with Pokemon uh, channel, um, there was a, a summer or like leading up the spring leading into a summer I forget, um, where we would like just kind of trade the controller back and forth for a playthrough of Pokemon Coliseum and. That was the last time I played it, and that was close to 20 years ago. But uh, it was really fun. Uh, I have never played XD, though. So, I don't own it anymore, but I did own Coliseum. I still have XD Gale of Darkness. In Coliseum, I got, like, almost to the end of the game. It was, like, I was at, like, real game tower, like, when you have to, like, do, like, the basically the end game stuff. And I just never finished it. But I remember I had a lot of fun with it. Um, and XD Gale of Darkness, I haven't gotten too far. I need to go back to it, but I enjoyed what I was playing with it so far. I remember my first experience with it was that my friends had Coliseum. And I remember I watched them play it. And, like, I knew, like, it reminded me of Stadium battle-wise in a way. But I just thought it was so cool because I was like, wait a minute. This is, like a regular Pokemon game on the TV. This isn't just, I put my Pokemon in there. Like, it's just a Pokemon game on the TV, and they're in 3D, and they're moving around. Like, my 11-year-old brain was like, holy shit. So, I I thought it was exciting, so eventually I got around to getting them. But I want to give the floor to Landon, because Landon's got the most experience with these games, and I definitely want to hear his thorough thoughts on both of them. Well, I'll die on the hill that I think they're good games, and anyone who doesn't can... Uh, kill me, please. And it's a fair point to okay. make because there's been like a new backlash against Coliseum specifically. Like not XD, but just Coliseum well, specifically. Why? Because Because I don't know. Be because people like to hate on things. Yeah. If anything if people will start to like something or show interest in it, it's like like people were just like, Yeah, Gen 2 sucks. Um because yeah it's like this it's like the same sentiments like people are just kind of like finding logistical reasons to be like this game is bad you shouldn't like it yeah um and coliseum it was the first one of these kind of games and it had a, it has a limited like uh like roster of pokemon that you could have access to in comparison to like xd but XD is the sequel, so they're going to add more. Um, and I don't know. Um, it's still fun. I don't know. I, 
like, I did the Let's Play for Coliseum, like, years ago now. Um, but I still... It's just nice to have a Pokemon game with a different approach. Yeah. It's not like the the badge system, league system that they constantly go for. And that's, yeah. that's usually, like, so people's complaints about, like, main Pokemon games is, like, they have to have, like, like, they're always having badge systems or whatnot. But these are games that prove that you don't need that. You can do a game where it's just an RPG and you get Pokemon. Um, yeah. Another, to build off of that, that's we didn't talk about this game mostly because we were talking about like regular core mechanics, and this game doesn't really have those, but like at least some of them. But uh, Legends of Arceus is like the sixth po- like the sixth game under like those other five that I mentioned because of that because it's like it's not the same formula that they've done over and over and over and over again like they have you know most of the core mechanics are there you still got the pokemon party you still do an adventure but the adventure is like totally different structure and i like that yeah from what i played of uh legends it was solid um i think it it that one in particular does suffer from from some stuff um but that's we can do a whole later on that specifically if we want um but yeah, for Pokemon Coliseum and XD, I think they're really solid games, uh, and they have like a fun gimmick of stealing Pokemon. Yeah, I know it's for a good reason because bad guys corrupted these Pokemon, but then it also introduced a cool like new mechanic of Pokemon with Shadow Pokemon, where they had like a different move set, and you know they they just acted yeah, you have, like, a little different. You had like a, a, uh, it wasn't really a type, but it was a type on its own. Yeah, it was a it was a Pokemon with a third type. Essentially, it was just they added a, a new typing to it. So, and they added basically a new type of Pokemon moves, uh, especially with XD. So that's like I will say, Pokemon Coliseum only has you only have the one Shadow move. Yeah, Shadow Rush. Shadow Rush. You can only use Shadow Rush. Uh, it, you know, it's what it is. Um. But XD really flushed that out. Yeah, XD, like, you have multiple different shadow moves. Uh, it does, it's uh, pre the the special physical split, but it does have a special physical split for shadow moves. Um, it's it's kind of crazy, um, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, like, can you imagine, like, if they made another, like, XD-style game today, how much be, they could evolve on that concept? I'd be happy. Yeah. I I would actually I, be happy for once. I think like structurally the games are super like unique and solid. I think the one thing that they kind of suffer from is that because of the limited amount of Pokémon you have access to, that kind of lowers the game's replay value a little bit. Um because you just don't have like the wide variety of options that you do in the main series games, but like that doesn't take away from the fact that it's still a they're still good games but you know i think and like i know this i know this might there's be a less take, there's less freedom i guess i think a lot of the people that hate pokemon xd and coliseum or at least they try to present the argument that they're not good games they are um is that i'm just gonna come out and say it some pokemon fans are just spoiled like 
there's certain core mechanics of Pokemon that are so free form and just give you so many more options you just don't have in other RPGs and XD and Coliseum just kind of pair it back but there's still way more options than your standard RPG like you have when you think of each Pokemon as a party member generally in RPGs you have like you know eight or so party members and you can use three of them at a time four of them at a time five of them at a time and like they'll be like restricted to a certain block of moves and yes they generally have more techniques than a single pokemon can have at one time but like with pokemon you have six pokemon at a time and there's like dozens of different options and even in coliseum and xd there's still several dozen different options like the only game that I know, like, immediately that it's not a strategy RPG, because strategy RPGs do have similar situations with this, but in just, like, standard, like, turn-based RPGs, like, the the closest that comes to that is, like, Chrono Cross. Like, I can't think of anything else that has that many characters. I'm sure there's, like, a couple other games, but these are exceptions rather than the rule. So. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. My, that's my argument. No, no, that's a that's a good point. Yeah, and I will say, um, XD has I feel like more of an option for uh, part, uh, team making at the beginning than Coliseum does. Um, oh yeah, yeah for sure. Because yeah. XD like or not XD Coliseum, they really like take your time just introducing you to the world. It's just Coliseum having to do what it needs to do to sell you on the concept, but to... it does suffer from that. Although they do, go ahead. They do give you two starters at the beginning of Coliseum. They give you two starters, and you have your option of one of the Johto starters. Um, Right. So that is a choice. You you choose which one of those three to get, and then you don't get access to the other two till later. So that does help a little bit with replay value because you either have you know a Bayleaf, you know Krokana, you Krokana. Kulava. So that does help a little bit with uh, replay value there. But I, I would say XD is a little bit more replayable. What is uh, something uh, I think a little bit more fun is uh, Mount Battle. Um, there is a whole side, it's, it's specifically in Coliseum, uh, you can go through the entirety of Mount Battle. Um, and if you do that, you get a ho at the end of it. So you can actually unlock Ho-Oh, and then you can bring it to uh, your main, um, the main games, which is uh, now fun. fair. To, yeah, fair to mention. Um, as as fun as all these games are, we're like we're not trying to take these. Like our argument is that these games are good and they're more deserving of attention than some people are giving them nowadays. But it is fair to mention that some of these games were made with design decisions specifically because. They were rebuilding the whole concept of the National Pokedex, or they were really putting it together for the first time, but they had to redo access to all these old Pokemon because they, at the time, couldn't connect the Gen 2 games to everything else. So Gen 3 was the first generation where they had to, like, try to get all the Pokemon accessible again, and Coliseum and XD were, like, where you got the majority of the Johto Pokemon, for the most part. Yeah. There's like even even after factoring in Fire Red, Leaf Green and Emerald, like they don't give you a whole lot. Most of it's in the GameCube games. There's a there's a reason why there's so much game like uh, Johto in in those for sure. Uh any other mentions on XD Gala Darkness? No. Otherwise, next game is Pokemon Battle Revolution. Pass. 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 Well, okay, no, no, I'll say this. I'll say this. 
Pokemon Battle Revolution has better, like, move animations and, like, Pokemon models than a lot of three a lot of the 3D games that came after. So yeah. I'll like, say I'll say Pokemon Battle Revolution is it's I like Pokemon Battle Revolution for what Jack mentioned. It is for the actual battles some of the most fun to watch because of all of the, you know, insane animations that they present make. presentation wise Battle Revolution is fantastic. And you can the, customize your character. This was the first game you could customize your trainer in. That's true. Uh, the problem is that the the in, game is literally content nothing without the Gen Four games. Yeah. Literally nothing. You because there's if, no mini games. There's no anything on the side to do. Yeah, it's, it's Stadium just, without the stuff that made Stadium playable without access to the games that they're supposed to connect to. Yeah. And when you take and when you take that out, then you have you don't really have anything. You have like a handful of like preset rental teams, and they're not, and great. that's it. And no, they're not at all. Uh, like, do any of you have experience with my Pokemon Ranch? No, not at all. No, no. Uh, pass. The next pass. was the uh, Pokemon trading card game on Game Boy. Never played. I did. I played a I little bit of it, and it's they're pretty fun so i i have to say like i want to get around to the um to playing a translated version of the sequel because the sequel basically just builds off the first game and then just adds extra plot and extra cards and so i'm gonna play that at some point but i did really like the original trading card game on game boy because it was like it not only was it really cool at the time where they managed to condense that really nice art on the Pokemon cards into a Game Boy screen and still have all the details there. So you got to see the cool, you know, Pokemon TCG artwork on a Game Boy screen. But they also structured the game like an older, like a regular Pokemon game where you like go to these different like clubs and you fight the club leader and you can get badges and then you can take on Grandmasters and, like, I'm using a lot of quotation marks here because it's literally just the same adventure, but it's, like, condensed down with card games. And it was... The music's really fun. The presentation's really fun. It's just a really fun game. So I do want to get around to playing the second ones. Uh, do you guys have any experience with the Pokemon Play It games? The what? Pass. They're Windows games. Nope. Pass. Uh, Unless you're talking about the dream thing, not Dream Radar, but the um, uh, Dream World. No, okay, no, that Different I did thing. have experience with. Uh, Pokemon Pinball and Pokemon Pinball Ruby Sapphire. What ex- smash, 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 smash. smash. Uh, I didn't play smash. the original Pokemon Pinball. Did any of you guys play the first Pokemon Pinball? I played nope a fuck ton of it. And by that I mean I played an amount of it that was greater was, than zero. Was it? it, it is it good? Because I didn't get to play the first one. Um, it's it's all right. Um, it has like uh, in terms of being a pinball game, is it? Good? Oh yeah, for a pinball game, it's really fun. Um, but it has like two like two machines. Like there's like two different ones, so it's like uh, yeah. not a whole lot. There's like no ver- yeah yeah, but you like and I'm. Sh- I know it's the same for Ruby Sapphire, uh, but you, like, catch Pokemon, basically, um, 
and I, I always thought the concept of it was really cool. So yeah, yeah. I, I I have my cartridge. It's downstairs. I never I never owned it, but I did play and take turns with my cousin on Pinball Ruby Sapphire, and we completed the whole Pokedex that way. It's a lot of fun catching stuff because like like you said, you catch stuff with the pinball. They have like a I don't, I'm I'm assuming they do the same for the original, but like in Ruby Sapphire, they have like a Pokedex that you can yep. fill out and then look at the the Pokedex entries. Yeah. And it was fun. Like, I just thought that was cool because you had like the different environments that um, you could like that basically by doing certain stuff on the pit with the pinball, you could make like certain environments come up to get certain Pokemon to come out. Yeah. yeah. Jack, your thoughts on pinball? Pokemon pinball. Uh, never played the original. Love Ruby and Sapphire. Uh, played that a ton when I was a kid. Um, don't really have too many thoughts beyond that. I think they're really. I think it's a really good pinball game, and that's about it. I'm surprised they haven't like done and made another one, one since. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I think honestly, just pinball games just. They they aren't they they don't make them anymore that much like there's there's some but like they don't have like we don't have iconic pinball game releases like we used to. Well, Pokemon Company fix that. Uh, the next yeah. major series on the Wikipedia page is Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Whoa, smash! So, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Blue Red Rescue Team. Excellent. This was interesting. The fact that they. Like, they released one for DS and one for Game Boy Advance, so, like, if you had the new system, you could play the new version, but if you had a Game Boy Advance, you still had one that you could play. I thought that yep. was really cool. I, um... When I first got... I got this game on launch day, uh, and so did my sister, but I got Blue Rescue Team because I had a DS, but she didn't have a DS yet, so she got Red Rescue Team. But it's still the same game, so... Yeah. You just have more buttons with Blue Rescue Team. Yeah, and you have, like, the touch screen to, like, display extra information. But otherwise, yeah, yeah. it's the same game. I did like um, they had some connectivity with the two games. Um, yeah. Where yeah. you could, if you had red in the bottom slot and blue. They also did that with some of the, the other DS Pokemon games where depending on, like, what cartridge yeah, you had in. Yeah, in a... Diamond Pro Platinum, yeah. if you had one of the Gen 3 games in, you could encounter certain Pokemon. Yeah, I always thought that was a cool, cool, neat I... concept. And that is why the DS models before the DSi are better, because there were games that did this. Yes, uh, and you just lost functionality. Um, but anyway, uh, yes, I enjoy the Mystery Dungeon games. And that's the end of my statement. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the rescue, I mean, even rescue team is still really good to go back to. Vanilla rescue team? Well, it's fine. It's classic. Yeah. Bonafide classic. 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 Come on, folks. Classic. classic. Uh, ex explores the real, of time and darkness. The real classic. Oh, true, true classic. So true, true, here's, true classic. Here's the thing. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Time and Darkness. Don't, don't even, don't even mention spinoff. One of the best Pokemon games. Just period. Just period. Just period. Just period. Just yep. Boop. Period. Name a Pokemon game with a better story. I'll wait. There is none. There isn't one. Like, yes, so a couple of the main series games have some really good stories, like Black and White, uh, Sun and Moon. 
you could argue Scarlet and Violet's plot picks up and is pretty good, but like none of them hit like Time and Darkness. Time and the Darkness. The plot of that game is just good. Time and Darkness, like just legitimately good. Is just like up here with like your other RPGs that have fantastic stories, and then yeah. even the best of like a normal Pokemon game is like I don't know, like De- yeah, it's like it's like down a bit, it's like way yeah. down. It's like and all right, yeah, it's. It's hard to debate that, but yeah, Time and Darkness just has a legitimately really good story, and the mechanics and gameplay, just, they built I, off of the first game, just made it better. I have a question for Landon. Yeah. Did you also get this game for your birthday? Because it came out five days before our birthdays. I think so. I think it was a birthday gift. Yeah. Yeah, mine. I definitely got mine as a birthday gift. Do you guys remember getting like the little the little booklet from GameStop? I do. I still have it. I don't, I don't know where anymore, the fuck it is. I, I used to have it. It's it's in one of my fucking drawers somewhere, but was, I do still have it. Yeah, it was like Explorer's Handbook or something. I was like this. Yeah. it was like a meaty handbook. I, for it, for it was once. cool. I don't think I have mine anymore. Uh, but that's what happens when you move like three times. Yeah, it just. Yeah, no. They they need they've already done it with they've already done it with rescue team. We need a switch update for this. God, game. I would fucking come if they did an explorer's remake. I would nut all over Jack's cum if they did a explorer's <laughs> remake. I would buy a plane ticket right now just to, just to do that. Uh, Talk about patron exclusive content. Hell yeah. Oh god, I think we're gonna have to make a totally different account for that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, they they need to they need to remake the Explorers games. Uh, god, they Explorers so do. of Sky. I've heard even better. It's the same game, but you have extra plot elements. I, you have extra content. I, I have it. I just haven't played through yet. I I also have it. I remember when it came out and it got like worse reviews than Time and Darkness, and Dude, I don't they, really get why. They do this all the time, though. Like, critics, if they're not seeing, like, a totally new experience, even if it's, like, the same thing but better, they'll be like, well, it's still the same thing, so it's... Uh, yeah, seven, uh, seven out of ten. Like, they did that with, like, the the Legend of the... They've done it with so many games. They've done it with, like, Sonic games. They've done it with, like, the Legacy of Goku series. Like, they they didn't care for the first one. They thought the second one was a little better, but they thought Boo's Fury was worse, even though it's... We'll get to that, though. We have another podcast. They just do that with a lot of series that aren't, like, the big-name stuff because they have no obligation to be nice to them. So they'll be like, eh, this is okay, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. But, um... Anyway, yeah. Explorers, Explorers of Sky is a great yeah, game. Yeah, all the Explorers. I played it. Uh, there was a WiiWare trilogy that oh did not get released outside of Japan. Goodness, I wish... Called... Yeah, yeah, there's Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Keep Going, Blazing Adventure Squad, Let's Go Stormy Adventure Squad, and Light and Go For It Light Adventure Squad. You know, if I can split into three versions. If I can find a like decent ROM of one of them that's translated, I might do it on stream. Just for fun. I mean it's it I assume it's probably good. Like it's just Yeah. You know, maybe it might not be up to the first two, like, story wise, but I'm sure the core mechanics are all there and yeah. I haven't heard anything bad about it. It's just it's not available. There was Gates to Infinity came out on 3DS, which is arguably the worst. But that's okay. But as far as a Pokemon game, 
you can do a lot worse. Oh yeah, you can yeah. do a lot worse. Yeah. But yeah, Gates I mean, the myth fine. Even the worst mystery dungeon games are still some degree of yeah, good. Yeah, it's like it's a fine yeah. game. It's like you, yeah, you know, it has a pretty solid story. Uh, good Pokemon selection to it. Um, it's just you know some of the. It, it it's weird because it's like the one where like you have you can only do one mission as soon as you finish a mission you have to leave the dungeon you can't clear multiple missions oh yeah that's right so that's like and i think that was one of the major complaints people had yeah. is the fact that you couldn't just do that it makes it so hard to go back to like whereas all the other ones you can just you can just fucking you can have and that's such an arbit that's such an arbitrary put thing to put in place too. yeah if you have like six six missions for one dungeon let me just do all six in one go don't make me re-go through the first you know x amount of floors every single time to do it uh, there was pokemon super mystery dungeon which also came out on 3ds which was way better, better. than gates to infinity um and it yeah, had a cool yeah. definitely um it had a cool tree for like npc like for pokemon you meet and like yeah. If you like made a relationship with one Pokemon, that would help you. It would connect to the next yeah, one. Yeah, to another the one. one. It was like a spider web of like relations. Yeah. So yeah. that was cool. Um and it fixed some of the like stuff that Gates to Infinity did wrong. So Yeah. Yeah. It's good. And then yep. I mean we already really talked about Rescue Team DX. It's the same game as the Rescue Team just New presentation, storybook style, really nice. But otherwise, still solid gameplay. Next series is... <clears throat> the Ranger series. Yeah, I just, I'm just doing this ahead of time because I knew you were going to say Ranger <laughs> Pass. Pass the whole thing. Um, I, I played the first game. I still got to get to the I, second and third games. I, I, think all first game. I think all three of us have played through the first game and that's it. I've heard that the other two are better. It's just that at this time, like, I was suffering a little bit of Pokemon burnout. There was a, there were a lot of fucking Pokemon games in, like, the mid-late 2000s. Yeah. One could so, say too I just didn't get... I just didn't get around to it, but... I, 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 I like the first game. I also like the first Rangers game. I think sucks. it's fun. <laughs> For those unaware, Landon holds ranger in a very low opinion because he got dicked out of a manaphy egg i remember landon telling me about that story way 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 back to like there's no reason the game should have done that and somehow it did what happened exactly it didn't so he tried to get the manaphy sent over to his game but the manaphy never got sent over somehow so he could just never pick up this Manaphy that he was attempting to send to his game. And it just, and because the game recognized that it had sent a Manaphy out, it refused to send another one. That sucks ass, there's yeah. only one per cartridge? It's not one per save file. That's, some, that's different. It's one per it's cartridge. one per cartridge. Which is fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh yeah, it admittedly is absolutely stupid. So, you can never make me like any of the Ranger games. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> what about the Pokemon Rumble series? Oh. Smash. So we so we have Pokemon no, Rumble. Smash. For I've never played them. I haven't played the first one. I, I, I played them all. <laughs> okay. All right. 
You can tell us about Pretty, everything mean, about the Rumble series. There's like one or two that I haven't played, but uh, they're all... So there's Pokemon Rumble, Pokemon Rumble Blast, yep. Rumble U, Rumble World, and Rumble Rush, which is... The Rumble Rush is mobile. Yeah, Rumble Rush and one of the 3DS ones I haven't played. But I think there's there's two on the 3DS, right? Yeah, there's uh, Rumble Blast and Rumble uh, World. I, had, I have not Rumble played World. World. I have not played World. Rumble World was originally only on the th- on the eShop and they did do retail versions later yeah. but they didn't sell a lot. Yeah, no, I have I have I have the retail version of it. Um so I own it but I never played it. But that's because the Rumble games are like super mediocre. There's just 2D beat 'em ups where you have I was gonna toy say, Pokemon. Like or they 3D, look fun enough. 3D beat 'em ups, sorry. But- they look fun enough, but they don't look like the kind of game series where I'd want to play the whole series. Like, I'd probably want to play one and then be like, okay, I got my film. Yes, no, that's exactly, that's all you need. You just pick any of them because they're all, I mean, pick, this. I guess pick uh, Rumble World um, or whatever. One of the last, like one of the 3DS ones and you'll be fine because the other two you can't play anymore uh, because they're... They were digital only on the Wii and Wii U. Oh, Rumble U never got a physical release? No, it was digital only. Yeah, so you can only, like, at this point, you can only get the ones on the 3DS. Rumble Blast or Rumble World? Yeah. yeah. Blast, I have Rumble Blast. Blast is I fine. I yet, but I will. Blast is fine. I mean, they're all fine. Mediocre. Yeah. Um, but, like, they had, like, cute toy models for the Pokemon um, that you collected, um, and you could just run through, beat, em, beat up Pokemon. You had, like, two moves uh, per Pokemon, but you could have, like, two Pokemon that you could switch between in some of the games. Um, So you could, like, still make some strategy with uh, the Pokemon you had. A lot of them were also uh, multiplayer. uh, So, like, the Wii and Wii ones, like, you could could have two people running through, uh, through the stages. And most of the stages were pretty short. um, So, like, you weren't, like, spending a ton of time just, like, playing one stage. Uh, I do know one thing about the, the Rumble series randomly is apparently you can shiny hunt in that. Yes. There is actually... Like there are shiny Pokemon. There are shiny Pokemon. You can get shiny versions of the toys if you want. It's appara- It's become a thing where, like, some people will shiny hunt in Pokemon Rumble. Because they are that bored. Uh, the next series to talk about is Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap and new Pokemon Snap. Yeah. Yay. Smash. 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 I, I like Pokemon Snap they're, and new Pokemon Snap. They're fun. Don't get me wrong. I st- uh, I will say, I still need to play the new one. The new one's I've, so good. I've owned it for a while, and I do still need to play it. The original is pretty good. I like it. The original's pretty good. I don't think it holds up as well today, but I mean, we're talking about a 1999 photography rail shooting ish game on the n64 so it's kind of hard to like hold it to a 2022 standard 2023 2024 if you're listening to this in 2050 then go for it i guess but yeah none of this like half of this doesn't even matter anymore this is all dead media (laughs) but yeah no new pokemon snap though is good my only problem with new snap is just the fact that you like there are some snags where, like, if you don't get the best pictures, you might not unlock the next, like, route for the same area. So you might have to, like, redo the exact same thing over. Like, but, I mean, you have to do the same in Snap. And, like, 
In this one, there's like way more different locales you can go to. There's way more Pokemon you can take pictures of. There's like, there's like 200 plus Pokemon you take pictures of, and there's like 10 or so different areas. So like, it's got a healthy amount of content, honestly. Yeah, I'll say what it is. the content in New Pokemon Snap, like the amount of areas and the amount of Pokemon is solid. Um, I, I don't know what it is about the level up system, but it's like weird to me. Um, yeah. It's like it is like I just get hung up on the level. Like you have to yeah. like they want you to run through it like four or five times to like level up. When it's just like, sure, I want to play the game, but like I want to see more of the locales. I don't want to have to run through one area four times before I unlock the next one. Yeah. But that's and that's what like I was. Uh, I was mentioning because like in the other in the original game all you had to do was just do certain actions and then you could unlock a different route to go down or just clear but, like, it and you get or just a clear new, it once and then there you go yeah you get a new area but but in new snap like like I mentioned sometimes you don't level up off just one run so you have to do it again do it again and eventually you'll get enough experience to unlock the next level to give you access to more areas it's not as great structurally, but still. Yeah, so to explain... I mean, they give you some... To explain Old Snap, cool. because we have a question in our Twitch chat, um, it's set in one island, but the locales across that one island are pretty, like, they're fairly varied. Very. You have, like, your beachfront, you have your... You have a volcano. Inside a volcano, around a volcano, you have, like, the factory-ish cave. area with a cave. Um... Then uh, you have like the um, canyon area where you go in yep, the water. Yep, yep, the canyon. Um, the jungle, and then you have uh, space. Yeah, with the the muse area. So they're pretty like the set pieces in that one are pretty varied too. Um, there's just a little bit more of that in New Pokemon Snap. Yeah. And in New Snap, it's more like they have, like, a whole little, like, map of islands and stuff that you can go to. So, it's just a bigger scope. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I like it. Uh, next series is the Pokemon Puzzle League games. So, there's Pokemon Puzzle League for N64 and Pokemon Puzzle Challenge on Game Boy Color. I'm gonna win. <laughs> I'm gonna win. Is that the button? Is that what the button makes? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna win. I actually, I have not played either of the games. I have played both of them. I've played the original and that's it. So, uh, Jack, did you want to talk about the original? It's fun. It is fun. It's fun and it has very quotable voice lines. It's, it's very hammy. Give up? Because they just literally used the actual dub voice cast and just it's had, great. Them, had them say funny lines. I, I mean, I love it. They got, like, all of the voices from the dub, and it's so good. So, yeah, no, I like it. I think it's kind of fun. Um, it's the Tetris Attack gameplay, which, if you haven't played, is just... There's, like, there's different shapes and different colored blocks, and you line up three at a time to make them go away. But you can only swap uh, horizontally two next to each other, and they're constantly rising from the bottom. Uh, I like the second one more from a gameplay perspective, but it doesn't have the hammy dialogue because it's a Game Boy Color game. But like 
the second game, you actually go through the Johto region's gym leaders and stuff like that. So, and you can unlock different starters too. So, like, you have your character, right? You start with Tor uh, Torchic, Chikor or not Torchic, Chikorita, Cyndaquil, Totodile. But you can also unlock uh, Pichu. I think you can unlock uh, Meryl. I think you unlock Blossom is, an is another one you can get. Uh, maybe Mareep or Wooper. I can't remember. There's like one or two others. But you can get like eight or nine different starters. And you can... I mean, it doesn't change anything from a gameplay standpoint. I mean, it kind of does. There's, I think there's like... Um, the AI does get a little shaken up like if you have like a type advantage. But I haven't played enough to really like delve deeper into it. But I mean, it's it's fun. You just go through and you just play it as like a puzzle game. Uh, the next series, speaking of puzzles, there's the Troze games. You played a little of one of them, but it's just picture matching, like in the you know, yeah, yeah, you know, Troze. Uh, I mean, there's there's Pokemon Shuffle, Pokemon Picross, Pokemon Cafe Mix. Like they they really went hard on these. Uh, Pokemon faces puzzle games. Pants. Like I don't, yeah. Like I don't, I don't know. Uh, there's, hey you Pikachu. Pass. I've I've I've, I've played hey you Pikachu, but I don't like it. I don't like it. P hey you Pikachu's bad. I'm just gonna say it's a bad game. I've played it. It's bad. Sucks ass. It's funny too, cause like people used to think that it was like the microphone attachment doesn't work. No, it works fine. Like, if you program it to, like, work, if you have it, the connector, like, have it set up for, like, anything else with a microphone, it works fine. The problem's not the microphone. The problem is they program Pikachu specifically to not listen to you as much as possible. And it's dumb. It's, it's, it's very dumb. Um, there's a bunch of, like, arcade games. I'm not going to mention them because definitely none of, them have none of us have touched any of them. Uh, next game on here, though, is Pokémon Tournament. I have played this. I have played this. Yeah. I'm going to say Smash. It, yeah. I'd say Smash. It's fun. It's good. Yeah. It's a pretty solid game. I like the fighting mechanics. I like the roster. Yeah, the roster's game... shitty and it plays bad, so... <laughs> <laughs> they gave Chandelure a really cute gremlin voice, and I love it. They gave and Chandelure that's... so much personality. Yeah, it's great. And... That I mean, it made one of my it made me like one of my favorite Pokemon even more. So it gets a thumbs up for me for that alone. Let me know when Venusaur oh, yeah. is a playable Pokemon in it, <laughs> or Shuckle. They, they need to make a new one if at this point, because I think at this point they really are just aren't supporting the Pokemon Tournament Tournament DX. So just give us a new one. Uh, there's Poke Park Wii and Poke Park Two. Poke Park. I played. Smash. I played. I played. I played the first one. I've, I've never played them. I'm I've, kidding. I've watched my girlfriend play the second one. I think it, it's these were obviously made for kids, but I just think it's funny that like you in the in the the second game's a lot more fleshed out. Though. There's actual boss fights and they have like some better mechanics, but the first game is funny just because your main method of like getting pokemon recruited is a lot of them like to play tag so you race them and then you bash into them from behind and then pikachu just dabs <laughs> after and like that's it 
That, that's all that I care about with Poke Park Wii, is that Pikachu just dabs. That's it. Um, Say a good game. There's there's a bunch of mobile apps, but these aren't really games. Most of these, like, it's just, like, storage stuff and, like, data information software, like, Pokédex 3. <gasps> Pokédex 3 Pokemon. Smash! <laughs> oh, po- <laughs> Pokémon Dream right now. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I, I don't like this game. Yeah. Cloud's favorite. Cloud's favorite. Oh, I, I hate it, especially because I had to do it twice just to get a fucking Landorus for my living All decks. I care about is I was able to get a, a Shuckle for my Black 2 playthrough um, with, now, with the whatever ability, the hidden ability. To be fair... It is the only way in Gen 5 to reliably get certain Pokemon in certain ways because they used to have that Pokemon Dream World that you had alluded to earlier where you would play online and you get access to these extra things. Well, that doesn't exist anymore. So the only other thing is that like this was how you got certain Pokemon's hidden abilities because they had introduced hidden abilities that generation. And it was really hard to get them at the time until, like, Generation 6 just made it generally easier to do. Well, Pokemon Dream Radar was how you got the hidden abilities for some of these Pokemon, so. And they did give you access to some legendaries. Yeah, and I can uh, Pokemon import it directly to Act 2 and have a shuffle as essentially one of my starter Pokemon. Right. Uh, yeah, because you just do the Pokemon link and then it just gives you the Pokemon in your PC box and you just, there you go. It was like level it. 5 and I was like, oh, perfect, I have a Shuckle. Uh, and I think the level scales with your progress in Black 2, White 2 specifically too. Because you can get them as high as like the 40s mm-hmm. and 50s. So it really depended on how far in you were, but they basically made it so you could just use the Pokemon right away. Uh, there is the Pokemon Bank software, which... That's just the storage software, and unfortunately, it's you can't get it anymore. If you don't have it, you can't get it. Sucks. Uh, po- Pokemon Go. Fucking pass. I I mean I I've I've played it off and on. It's it's a fine as a time waster. It was really cool as a social experiment, and like for a month, we had world peace. We had achieved world peace for a month. It was like a whole summer, honestly. Like, yeah, like we will never get that back ever again. The summer of 2016 was an extremely weird time. Um, Pokemon Go, like I tried to get into it, but every time I played it, it just made me wish I was playing an actual Pokemon game instead. Like I don't really care for the catching mechanics and like, ooh, catching Pokemon in real life. Like it never really appealed to me like real life is boring i'd rather just like see the world in the pokemon game uh but also it drains your phone battery like a motherfucker when you're playing it and if you don't have a phone with a good battery it's even worse yeah i uh i'm not a fan so i think it's okay for what it is i mean it's a mobile game you can't like fault it for too much it's a mobile game like, the standards are lower. <laughs> but it's also just, like Jack said, it does just make me want to play actual Pokemon games most of the time. I will say, I think it is 
I am glad that it exists because I think it's cool that like the world was just collectively really into Pokemon for a while. Um, and like, I th- yeah, that's. And I think I, this was proof that like there's so many more people out there that like Pokemon. They just don't always have the means to actually like tangibly interact with it because not everybody is going to get every single system that Pokemon games are on. The fact that they had yeah. something that was on their phone just showed just how many people were interested in Pokemon. I think yeah. that po- the same the, the thing that sucks is that Pokemon Go took a really long time for it to actually have good features because when it first came out that whole summer, the only thing carrying it was the social aspect of it, like getting together with people because it was a new craze. But there was like nothing to do. You just you took over gyms and you caught Pokemon and that was it. There was there was like nothing. And it was it was only Gen 1 Pokemon for a while. For a long time. So, like, now you have Pokemon all the way up to, like, the uh, seventh generation with Pokemon. I think they have Galarian forms of Gen 1 Pokemon as well, but they don't have Gen 8 Pokemon in there yet. So, like, you have everything from the DS game, the 3DS games back, so you have tons of Pokemon you can get. And there's actually different things you can do now that, like, you can... They have, like, uh, following specific Pokemon that you can, like, play with and, like, do other things. It's okay. Uh, Pokemon Duel was a mobile app that I... It was, like, a board game, I guess. I don't know. I didn't play it. I don't know what Pokemon Duel is. You made that up. Yeah, that's Uh, fake. There's Pokemon Masters EX, which... Pokemon Master Sex. <laughs> I remember when they originally updated it to Pokemon Masters EX and people were freaking out because a hashtag on Twitter. It looked like it just said Pokemon Master Pokemon Sex. Pokemon Master Sex. Exactly. <laughs> so everybody was like, wait, what the hell's going on here? Uh, but, Al I mean, plays that game. I haven't played. I don't. I haven't played a lot. I played like 10 minutes of it. It looks fun, um, but it also like has gotcha elements and I, I don't like gotcha elements. Unfortunately, and... it's not Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle, so there's no room for it on my phone. It, it can't. It can't. I was gonna say it can't take your love away from the one, the one gotcha game that you allow on your phone. Yeah. But uh, no Pokemon Masters. Like, I think it's definitely fine for what it is. I think if you're into that sort of game, it's definitely really good. I mean, it has voice acting. They actually have voice acting for these characters in this game, so that's pretty cool. Um, and there's tons and tons of characters. Like, they just melded... They just threw everybody in that game. Like, they they started adding characters from Pokemon Legends Arceus, even though they're supposed to be, like, 200 years in the past. Like, they said, fuck it, here's Adam in... Anyway, like, okay. But... There's... Pokemon Home... Is just a storage app. Uh, Pokemon Smile came out a, a couple years ago. It is an stuff up. I for I literally okay. It's funny that you mentioned that because I was like watching like the other day. I was just watching like random old Donkey videos and like it was E three. I forget what year it was even revealed. It was like 2018 or 2019 maybe, and it was like. Or what year did Pokemon Smile come out? 2020. 2020. It was probably 2019 then. Um, 
And I just remember seeing that him like talk about it for like t- just making a joke about it for like two seconds. I'm like, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, no. So, um, Pokemon yeah. Smile exists. It's like a, it's like supposed to motivate you to brush your teeth. Obviously, it's geared towards like little children. Uh, they did finally come out with very recently earlier this year, as of the time of this podcast, <laughs> Pokemon Sleep. The, you catch Pokemon by putting I, the app on and going to sleep. The app where I mean, you have sp- to have your phone on the entire time. On and charging, yeah. because it's going to die if you don't charge it. And these are things that fire departments literally say not to do. Yeah, that's, um... No. I'm waiting for the headlines where someone's house is going to catch fire and burn down because of Pokemon Sleep. I don't want it to happen, but it's gonna happen. I want it to happen. Pokemon's always Pokemon's always in the news for the most ridiculous, crazy shit happening. So that's gonna happen. Um, and then there was just like a bunch of random shit on PC that I don't care about. Did any of you guys play any of the Pico games? The I, Sega Pico. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. No, uh, and then there's also some various random spinoffs like Pokemon Dash. Pass. The no. the only the only thing that I ever think about when I think of Pokemon Dash is the Nintendo Power ad with the shoelace finger. So, I bring this up every time we talk about Pokemon Dash, but it's the only notable thing about the entire game. This one game I haven't been able to play it, and I hate that I haven't been able to play it. Pokemon Conquest. That's a good game, though. I've heard it's so good, and I haven't played it, yeah. and I hate myself sometimes for it. It's a really watered-down version of the, uh, uh, whatever, the Three Kingdoms games, whatever they're actually called. Yeah. Um, Dynasty Warriors? No, not Dynasty I mean, they, not plot-wise. Um, the... Which one's the strategy RPG series? Nobunaga's Ambition yeah. is what it came that's, from. But yeah, that's what I'm, I'm referring to, is the okay. Nobunaga's yeah. Ambition games... Like, it's really watered down, because it's supposed to be an entry for literal babies, but... Your Pokemon can only use one move. Yeah, but it's still, like, a really good version of of those games, so... I... And I mean, I've heard there's still a layer of strategy, like, there's certain pathways that might open up or close on alternating turns, you have to, like, route your characters yeah. the right, a certain way, and there's, like... So yeah, no, it... It seems pretty promising. I definitely want to play it at a some point. A baby with a bachelor's degree is the only way you can actually play it. Yeah. yeah. Um, someone uh, in our Twitch chat asked about Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Uh, those are technically... Those are main series games. Yeah, those are main series games, even though they use Pokemon Go mechanics. Therefore, uh, we already technically talked about them by not talking about them. Yes. <laughs> We talked about the main. Is, we talked about the main series in like its own whole half earlier. So we we talked about them exactly as much as they deserve to be talked which about. Which is not enough. Which is let's, not at let's all. Let's dedicate a whole episode. You know what's you know what's crazy is there's actually little gremlins running around on Twitter that are like Pokemon Let's Go is the best version of Kanto, and I'm like, can't be seriously I, telling yourself. I don't agree with that, but I I think. I had more fun. I'll say this. I did have more fun with that than I was having with a lot of the cool other core games at the time. It's it's a fun game. But I mean it, I but mean it's 
I mean, it's a fun game because it's Kanto again. Yeah. Like, yeah, Kanto is going to be fun, but like, it, God, I just don't care for the catching mechanics. And it sucks because like, they don't fix any of the issues Kanto has. And because of the catching mechanics, it actually exacerbates that issue where, yes, there's 150 Pokemon and that is quite a bit. But the AI trainers just use the same shit over and over again. Yeah. So you're catching Pokemon without being able to interact with them in a more fun way with the regular gameplay. And then you also have to fight the same Pokemon five million times. I literally never finished Pokemon Let's Go Eevee because I I just like, I just like got a team after like probably four, maybe five gyms that was just like, it was just mowing down everything. Like I, I was bored. I will say this Pokemon let's go Eevee and let's go Pikachu are nice for including the Alolan uh, Kanto Pokemon that existed at the time, because that does add some extra variety. Like in, yeah. it, it's nice to be able to like go through the game with like a Alolan Muk or a Alolan Golem or a Alolan Executor, which are unique type combinations for that series of Pokemon at the time. So, yeah, I mean, it does something's right, but like, I just got the team of six that I wanted, and I never had any, like, incentive to catch more because I hated the catching mechanics. And, yeah, I got... I just got bored. Um, next side series game, there's... There's Pokemon Art Academy. Pass. I'm, like, typing. Uh, there's Detective Pikachu. Pass. Which is getting a follow-up. There is... Landon, please tell me. I know you love Dokkan Battle, but you had to have at least tried Magikarp Jump. I actually have none. Really? But it's Magikarp! I have to download something else to my phone. I don't have space for that. But it's Magikarp! <laughs> Damn. Only space for Dokkan Battle. Not even Magikarp Jump. Listen, I'm at the point where I have to probably... Uh, uninstall delete discord. apps just to make more yeah, i need to i need to uninstall <laughs> discord which the way you should talk <laughs> on it i don't even want to be on there anymore <laughs> oh god and then finally there's uh pokemon quest and pokemon unite which are new more recent games that they came out as well we're done i can go to bed i don't play either one <clears throat> yeah so uh i mean in closing Pokemon has a lot of games, both main series and spinoffs. We've talked about which ones we like, which ones we aren't too keen on. We've talked about why we like the main series, and even though we didn't go like totally in-depth on like specific games, like I think you guys got a general idea of what we like and why we like it. Like, So, I mean, we're not going to go too much further. If we want to talk more about Pokemon, we're going to talk about specific like sets of games, and they'll have their own podcasts eventually. We're not going to do that anytime soon. We just kind of want this as an opener to just kind of get you, you know, acquainted. There's a lot to talk about, but we've done enough talking. Before we go off for the night, though, let's just catch up on how everybody's doing. What have we been up to recently? Jack. Me. Jack. I you start. Um, I know I know he's going to say the same thing he's always you says. You start, starter boy. I went to the zoo the other that's day. Cute. Oh, that that's different. That's also really cool. I thought you were going to yeah. be like, I've been busy. Um, he was busy was at the busy. zoo. 
the the zoo was busy. What was your favorite <laughs> animal you saw there? The fuck. probably the zebra shark. Honestly, they have a shark that tank. Cool. Um, we have a good zoo. Um, yeah, no, I had a good time there. Um, been to a couple of shows lately, but mostly just been trying to take it easy because my my legs have been hurting lately just from standing up so goddamn much at work and I'm like man I need to just take a break for a couple weeks and just and it sucks when I you know have to come home and do shit like I have to mow my lawn I mowed my lawn today um yeah I don't know um Pretty much nothing else new since last time, though. I'm still watching Breaking Bad with my girlfriend, and that's about it. Um, yeah, I've been mostly up to the same old. Like, I've been playing more Dragon Ball games in preparation for our upcoming Dragon Ball game podcast, as per usual. I, uh, recently reached the beginning of the, uh, Android Saga in Dragon Ball Z Kai, watching through that. And I watched Trunks absolutely demolish Frieza and King Cold, so that was cool. Um, as of tomorrow, from when we've recorded and like live streamed this, uh, I am planning on going to see the Barbie movie. I will tell you guys how I felt about it on our next podcast, as long as I remember to talk about it. Uh, because yeah. I've, I've been pretty honestly interested in watching the Barbie movie. Um, though I, I don't really think I've been doing much else new. Uh, you know, mostly just been kind of doing the same old. So, yeah. Oh, uh, my girlfriend got a filter for our faucet for our sink, so now we actually can like have nice filtered water. So that's pretty nice. Cool. Just that's a yeah. She just that's hype. It, like, actually, yeah, she actually just installed it like the other day. So it's pretty cool. That's hype. Oh yeah, clean water. Oh yeah. So yeah, no, pretty much the same old year. About what you, you, you landed? Did I talk about seeing Across uh, the Spider Verse on podcast? No, I think we talked about it in a in a stream. Yeah. Um, might have but yeah uh, it was like i don't know how long ago it was it was a little bit ago um because i think last episode which is the one i was just editing uh, was we recorded right when i got back from colorado um so i i've seen across the spider-verse since then really good um you know everyone that's hyping it up on the internet is needs to calm down a little bit but it's still a good movie um, I, mm, what you think it's it's I a real know. bad movie? I didn't say that. You think it's a really really bad movie? <laughs> I definitely didn't say that. Okay, you you like it? I like it. Uh oh, you need to calm down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he just said it reasonably, just you know, plain. Just I like it, and then Landon's like, "You need to calm down, sir, sir, Relax. sir, sir, please." <laughs> Sir, calm down. <laughs> I can't handle your opinion right now. Um, uh, Across the Spider-Verse is a fucking fantastic movie. 
Do I need to calm down now? Calm, please. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Do you need a NyQuil? Please. Put you to sleep. <laughs> a NyQuil? Wow. <laughs> um, no, uh, probably the, the most impressive thing I did was I beat a video game for once in my life this year. Did you beat Trails from Zero? I beat Trails from Zero oh, the yeah, other right. day. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I did my first playthrough of what's probably going to be like three. <laughs> I'm going to do another playthrough where I get the platinum for the uh, PS4 version. And then I'll do a... <gasps> what? No, no, you finish up and then I'll mention something. There has been one other thing I've done that I have not talked about on podcasts like the last couple weeks. And for some reason I keep forgetting, but I'll say it after. Um... So yeah, I beat my first playthrough. Um, I'll probably do one more, another playthrough for a stream. I don't know if I'm going to do it on PS4 or Switch. Probably Switch, because the Switch version for, is the better... Well, Switch and PC are the better versions. But but it's uh, the, the issue is if I play it on Switch, um, the game has new game plus content that it's exclusive to that. Um, but in this game... So, Cold Steel 2 also has... It has a whole dungeon and uh, canon story that is important that uh, is only exclusive to a New Game Plus run, which is silly. It's one of the one things I don't like about Cold Steel 2, uh, even though it's like one of my favorite Trails games. Um, this one is just like a side dungeon. Um, I don't know how big the, the story stuff is um, in it, but... Uh, Besides the point, Trails Trails from Zero, really good game. Uh, highly recommend it. Um, definitely will play through uh, uh, Sky uh, the Third. You can get to see more Father Kevin, and then we'll probably jump into uh, From Zero at some point. Uh, that said, whoop, um, I started Pikmin 4. Hell yeah. It's really good. How is it? Yeah. Uh, whoa, whoa. Good. You need to calm down, yeah, you, sir. Yeah, you need to calm down. It's it's all right. <laughs> okay, um, that's better. Okay, I will say it like looks really like like the visuals on it. I was I know people have been saying like it's it's good looking. It's good looking. If you know what I mean. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, uh, Cheese Whiz decided he wanted to destroy some of my video games, um, oh, specifically the cases. Good. Um, Which so, cases got compromised? Um, luckily, the worst the worst victim was um, Darksiders 2 for the Wii U. <laughs> Rip. Not um, a huge loss. There was a couple other Wii U games that got the, the claw um, on the oh. spine. Uh, one of which was Xenoblade Chronicles X. So No. no. It was all Wii U games because the box was on the ground. I didn't have... Um, the normal, like, it and PS3 games uh, were in it uh, from the move. Um, I have, like, a specific, like, case that I put most of my games in, but I have so many games now, especially with the Switch. Um, I, I didn't have enough, any like, room anymore. Um, but I just got some more because of him. So I'll replace all the cases and everything at some point. Um, I might have to order a bunch off of eBay, just blank cases. But yeah, so he's he's in he's in timeout. <laughs> um, one thing that I I think I sh what I had already played it 
on our lap for our last podcast but i didn't actually mention it because uh yeah top 90s games we spent so long talking about it so i had forgotten to talk about it but i did start playing uh the game cassette beasts on steam which is very similar to pokemon structurally although it's take it, it takes a lot of different liberties the mechanics aren't one-to-one they have unique aspects amongst them and the story is much more like actual traditional rpg story with a lot of thoughtful twists involved rather than you know the typical pokemon story which is like no story at all but i will say from what i've played so far i really like it i think that the combat system element when it comes up with like elemental interactions can be a little complicated and like it's it's um a little obtuse at first like you could maybe figure out that like fire and plastic have an interaction in some way but you probably wouldn't realize that until it actually ends up happening in a battle but other than that i really like the game like it's really fun the music's good you know, like if you're one of those people that likes monster collecting monster battler type games like this is probably one of the better games that's come out all year and it's a really good game for its genre. Like, I think that people should not sleep on this game. It's 20 bucks, so, like, pick it up. Try it out. Fun game. All right. Uh, I think that's everything. Yeah. We talked quite a lot. Uh, next podcast episode, we haven't decided exactly what it's going to be yet, but, you know, two weeks from now. You'll be able to get it on all your favorite streaming platforms. Till next time, though. Have a good one. We're going. I I, I have sushi I want to go eat, so bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Gaming Sushi's Talks podcast. If you enjoyed us, consider subscribing to our podcast RSS feed or follow us on YouTube.com slash Gaming and Twitch.tv slash Gaming for more gaming content. If you'd like to chat with us, join our Discord. The link can be found in the episode description. We also want to thank all of our Patreon supporters. Your continued support means a lot to us. Not already one? Please take a look at what we have to offer anyone who becomes a patron at patreon.com slash gamingstooges. See you next time!